you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin. Devin, how's your week been so far? Happy 420. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. had to get that out the way. Of course, of course. You can't miss yeah, that. Man, I mean. Yeah, my, my week's been been good uh, right, right now. You know, I, today, obviously, it's 420, so I'm just relaxing, chilling, and, you know, it's a good day to record. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we were, we were talking before the the show a little bit and just kind of recapping everything. And it, it's it was an interesting week for sure in wrestling. You know, lots going on. And uh, one thing I, I definitely wanted us to touch on before we even got into the shakeup was some of the news and notes from around the the world of wrestling. So because there's been a couple uh, superstars that have that have made headlines with with some you know different various types of drama and injuries and things like that going on. So, you know, I just want to bring that up. So we're going to start off right away with that. Um, so the the big one really has been the Sasha Banks situation. Yeah. Um, so apparently when they at WrestleMania, when they lost those those belts, Sasha and Bailey didn't know until the day of. So that's that's kind of been the report recently. Yeah. And um that didn't really rub them the right way. And also, they uh, were told not only were they going to lose the belts, but they were going to get broken up as a tag team. So that led Sasha to basically try. Now, th- th- this has not been confirmed by Sasha or Bailey. So let's just put that out there that this yeah. is this is all like, you know, reports, speculation, speculation. Report. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it's starting to sound more and more like this might be the case. So we're just going to going to go ahead and talk about what we what we know so far. Um, so. Sasha rumor is Sasha, you know, was trying to quit. Um, even I think before the the match it happened, she was potentially wanting to quit. But you know, it, they went through with it. They dropped the titles, um, and then all of this came out. And Sasha hasn't been on TV since since WrestleMania. That's right. That is um, right. So, and and looking at it, I mean, I guess my my just two cents on it is that I can understand where she's coming from on this. I mean, she's she's getting. You know, some people supporting her, some people kind of not supporting her. And, you know, my my thought of it, you know, just from what I've been hearing is I can understand if you had the idea that you were going to get this, you know, this solid title reign to set up the the women's tag team champions. You're the first ever women's tag team champions. um, And you you're going in with the with the idea that, okay, myself and Bailey, we're going to be tag team champions for a while. And we're telling everybody we're going to go on all the shows on SmackDown, on NXT, as well as Raw, and defend them everywhere and be fighting champions. And then maybe, what was it, two months into the title reign to just drop the titles and then be split up as a tag team? 
that there would be yeah. some some disappointment there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely, you know, can understand where where Sasha's coming from. Um, now she if she wants out of the WWE, she's kind of stuck because her contract isn't isn't up from the sound of it anytime soon. So she may just have to wait it out, and it doesn't sound like the WWE is in any rush to to release her. Um, but I don't know. Just what are your thoughts on what's going on with Sasha? Because I kind of said my part. Um, I, I feel I feel for for her and for the and for Bailey and for what happened. Um, but it's just kind of a messy situation. It is. Know. So what are your thoughts? I think it's just. First of all, I, I definitely see it from Sasha Banks' point of view because. You know, to to your point, Hafiz, you know, they're they're supposed to be the building blocks of that women's tag team division, and you need to build it. So, you know, even though we didn't complain about switching the titles at WrestleMania to the Iconics, uh, it still would have been best for them to, to retain the titles to keep on building that women's tag team division. Because right now, uh, right now, you got that tag team division. I don't know what that tag team di- women division is going to be right now after this uh, roster shakeup. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. if you know if you know reports are true, if they're going to split up the, you know Boston Hub connection, you know that's just that's that's just be a waste. Then you know what for? Then we usually put them together in the first place so they can just get these titles and put a little prestige to it because they was both, you know, NXT champions and and then uh, Raw Women's champions. So I, I still don't get to what point of WWE of, you know, just making a call like that to them. From a business standpoint, I don't get it. And it because, like, why are you going to just break up this team? They, they both have great chemistry together. They both have a story together, too, like a rivalry. So even if you want to break them up later down the road after you establish this tag team, you know, that will make perfect sense. Then I'll go along with that ride. But right now it's just a jumbled mess. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with, with you more. Just, it, it just, it feels like a mess. I don't get it. I mean, kudos to, to Bailey. She is sticking around at least for now. She's been on TV. She, you know, was, um, is, is going through it, but Sasha, you know, I guess they gave her some time to kind of consider what she wants to do. Um, and yeah, she, it, it's a tough situation. You know, I feel for both of them. It just seems like a weird turn from, you know, how they, they started out with the, with the, with the titles. And it really did seem like the WWE was going to be behind them, you know, with, with having this run. And now it's like, okay, you're going to split them up. Like, I just, I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even, with them losing to the Iconics, I thought, okay, we, we talked about potentially them turning heel and, you know, maybe still staying a tag team in that way, but then just kind of freshening them up a little bit by having them turn heel and then reclaiming the right. titles maybe and on a heel run or yeah. something like that would have been yep. cool. Um, so I think that would have been totally do- totally fine. would have been with a smart choice to make that happen too, but they're going a different way. So I don't know. Um, so we don't know what the future holds for, for Sasha and Bailey, for that matter. I mean, she is on TV, but we'll see. But, um, yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation and kind of a weird, weird turn that this is uh, going. So more to come on on that as we get more news. Um, some other news. Speaking of people wanting out of the WWE, Luke Harper yes. officially requested his release from the WWE, which, I mean, I can't blame the man. Like, he's been, you know, healthy and ready to go for a while now, and the WWE just has not been using him. Not at all. And he got to the point. Well, it, it was to the point where Luke uh, made mention that, 
even some people in the WWE thought he was still injured when he was still fine, and they just were not using yeah. him. It was so, all because of Rowan. You know, he got injured. Right. He was just he was healthy. I, I believe they actually used him a few times in NXT as well. Yes, it's it's been bizarre. Yeah. It's been bizarre. Really, the the Bludgeon Brothers, the the they dropped the titles because Rowan got hurt and Luke was fine, yep. but they decided, okay, you know, let's let's put them both on the shelf for a little bit. And then at some point, I guess Luke Harper did get injured, but again, he's been healthy for a while and they just were not using him. And then Rowan is back on television, you know, with Daniel Bryan, but Luke Harper is doing pretty much nothing. So when recently they put him in the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, uh, which was kind of a shock to, to everybody. Like, oh, well, there's Luke Harper. What, what's he been doing? So you Absolutely know, nothing. It, exactly. So it, it, this is probably for the best for Luke Harper to just, you know, leave the WWE, do something else, you know, maybe check out some other companies, do the indie scene, travel the world. And, you know, it'll be better use of exactly, him man. Uh, somewhere else where things maybe aren't as clogged up as they are in the WWE right now. Sometimes um, you just have to do got- that, man. You just need to go build your brand. And sometimes actually WWE be, will become knocking at your door. Yeah. I mean, case in point, Drew McIntyre, yes. right? Like he was in the WWE. It didn't work out in that first run. And, you know, he left, traveled the world, became a beast. He's back. You know, and and he just he looks awesome. You know, he looks poised to be a, a future WWE champion. Yes. So you know, hopefully the same thing happens with Luke Harper. So we wish him the best of luck in in his next ventures. But you know, he's he's not going to be in the WWE uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, now, some kind of scary news is with uh, Daniel Bryan. Um, the the WWE's kind of been tight lipped on this, but apparently Daniel Bryan suffered an injury. Uh, we're not sure what it is, but it's kind of feared that it may have been a concussion, uh, which would really suck because that has been uh, an issue for Daniel Bryan dealing with concussions uh, and, and kind of, you know, was one of the reasons why he had to leave the, the WWE in the first place. So if this is is true, that it's, you know, potentially concussions, we don't know what what that's going to mean. You know, if it just means, you know, a, a extended time off or could this be again kind a of career a forced ending injury retirement? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we're not going to speculate too much. We're just trying to brief you guys on what's going on, but um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. The timing of it all, you know, Daniel, he's, he's was a great, great heel. Just to, to me, the MVP of, of SmackDown live, you know, for his whole, uh, you know, uh, planet's champion run. Yes. And, you know, for this to happen now, it just is just really, really sucks. I, I really feel for Daniel. So um, I don't know what are you want to add anything to, to the Daniel Bryan situation? I, I just hope that it's not, you know, what we all may think. Worst case scenario that he has a concussion and he has to take some, you know, maybe a, a good a good amount of time off, man. That would just sucks, man, because what he's been putting in is this good heel work, man. This is this is one of his best heel runs, man. One of his best heel runs, and I've enjoyed it. Just a character that you just love to hate, like you actually love to hate. You know, just making uh, good points. He's real with the quick rebuttals, too. If the crowd is wetting him, he'll get on that real quick and shut down the what chance. You know, it's that's just good to his you know, just man's caliber, man. So I just hope, you know, it, it works out to the best for him. Yeah, same here, same here. And and on the theme of concussions, unfortunately, Sheamus also dealing with a concussion. 
that he suffered recently. Um, so it looks like he's going to be out for a little bit. That's why he, he wasn't on Raw or SmackDown this week. Um, so just unfortunate situation for Sheamus as well. Um, love him or hate him as a, as a character. You know, he's a human being. And so you never want to see anything like that uh, happen to, to any of these guys. So hoping that Sheamus makes a speedy recovery and he's and he's back um, on television pretty soon. So that's that's going to do it for the news and notes section. So we had the superstar shakeup happen this week. Um, and basically, we're going to do a review of that shakeup, uh, looking at Raw and SmackDown and the the superstars that switch shows and uh, a couple of call ups. So, real quick, um, what, general thoughts yeah. on the yeah. on the shakeup, like just real quick, general thoughts. What, what's what's your thoughts on it? Um, you know, th- there were some some we we did our predictions on it, and some of the predictions came true. Yeah. So I felt good about some. I felt. A little bit annoyed <laughs> by some. Um, I think we're going to get right into one here on Raw here in a yeah. second. Um, that just was really annoying. Um, you know, it was it was kind of weird. It was kind of like maybe one of the more uneventful shakeups. I really, I don't know. It's like usually with the shakeups is really exciting. And and I'm, I'm yes. like ex- just looking forward to the new uh, matchups that each superstar is going to have. And, and it feels fresh for all the superstars. But it really felt i don't know it just felt weird like i said it was mixed it was mixed for me i felt good about some but really annoyed by some and you know we'll, and even some now we're still kind of speculating on what what's going to happen with some of the some of the superstars so yeah it's just a weird weird shake yeah i was i was left more confused than anything after this roster shakeup like I, I wasn't satisfied with it it was just i was just confused uh I didn't know what was going on with some other, like Samoa Joe. Like, is he on Raw? Is he, you know, is he on SmackDown? I don't know. Uh, it, it was just a confusing mess, man. Some of the NXT roster uh, call-ups, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. But some of that I didn't get. I didn't get. That was just really confusing on that one, too. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I would just sum, – if I could sum it up in one word for this roster shakeup, it would just be confusing. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean i'm i'm with you there on that for sure um the first guy that was introduced to be switching shows on raw was the miz um so you know the miz going to to raw you know i, I think it's a good move for for the miz i mean i lo- i like the miz a lot on smackdown yeah. um but the miz has had a, another big year raw is you know the the flagship show. Although with this with the Fox right. deal that's going on, I don't know. It's kind of wouldn't you want to have the Miz on on that on SmackDown to help sell that? So yeah, that's another one that that is confusing for sure. Is just you know he just moved the last shakeup. He went to SmackDown. He was on Raw. Then he went to SmackDown. Now he's back on Raw. Um, so yeah, every shakeup he's been going back and forth. Traded. Yeah, he's been moved. He's been moved every one. Um, but, and then I guess to, to backtrack a little bit. So Shane and Stephanie opened up the show and, you know, Shane is, you know, doing his old best in the world stick. And then he shows the video of what he did to, uh, Ms. The Ms. Dad, Mrs. Dad and, uh, uh, Ms. at Fastlane. And then that's when, uh, Ms. comes out to attack, uh, Shane and, and, you know, he, I guess to talk about one quick spot that happened, uh, he put, he pulls out a chair, hits uh, Shane a couple times with the chair and somehow he had gotten busted open. Apparently he hit himself 
also in a little bit of a botched mo- moment, but made for a, a kind of a cool yeah. look for the Miz, you know, being a little bit covered in blood with the crimson mask. Uh, that's that's all that's that works for the character that they're trying to build right now with him kind of being a, a badass right now. But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I felt like I was supposed to be really excited about the Miz moving over to Raw, but it just. I don't know. It was. It felt like it was kind of missing something there. I don't know. I think I agree with that because when I saw him pop up, you know, surprise him, Shane McMahon from behind, I was like, eh, okay, I get it. <laughs> that's the. Right. That was it. It was like, right. oh man, that's cool. Business back on Raw because I just felt like right. SmackDown is his home. Because I feel I don't know for some reason I, I I feel that he can thrive better on SmackDown uh, because that's basically how his that whole Miz. Uh, career just blew up right there when he had that meltdown on on the talking smack smack. with with daniel bryan when he was retired and that basically elevated you know his career and that's where it started on smack now if there was no talking smack or or if he was on it was just on raw i don't think he would have had that opportunity for him to really show what he can really do and what type of range he has yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, Miz is the kind of guy where whichever show he's on, I, I feel I feel confident in the Miz being able to hold his own and and being a, a superstar no matter which show. But I agree with you that SmackDown feels like the Miz's show. It feels yeah. like where he he truly does belong. And and again, given the Fox deal with the Miz being you know growing in popularity, I feel like it would have been a good move to just keep the Miz yeah. there. And and that would have been just a, a great draw for for SmackDown. It, I probably forward. feel that way because the way Sm- SmackDown writers are, I you know I'm I'm comfortable with their Smack SmackDown writers. I'm I, I'm I'm afraid of Monday Night Raw writers, Raw. man. Like yeah. the stuff sometimes they can just put out, dude. It's yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what what the future holds for the Miz. Uh, right after the Miz uh, made his debut, they there was a tag match that introduced us to uh, a couple of guys. And before we get to to the big one, um, we had Ricochet and Aleister Black show yep. up, which kind of confirmed that they were on Raw. And real quick, uh, Ricochet has a new sound effect in his entrance music. I don't know if you caught I that, did. but it was like, yeah, I saw yeah. what you was talking about now. <laughs> yeah I, I, and it is weird but they even added more like this week they debuted the it was like a gunshot like a but it was like a pew 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 it did a little weird weak sound effect like that and then you could hear the rumble and it's saying his name now ricochet in the song and i i, I just i don't yeah. understand why they feel like they need to add all of these I, I extra bits to it but they did, and it sounded goofy, and I cringed through it. And then out came Alistair Black, and then I heard that casket sound. I'm like, oh, no, this is, this is not going well. <laughs> it was just, just being bombarded with all that of these That casket things. sound just, just... is the worst, man. I swear. Like, like oh, I told man. you, the first time I heard it, I literally had to turn around because I didn't know was that. I didn't know that was coming from my TV at first. I thought, I was like, what the hell? The Somebody opening doors in my house or something I don't know about. Like, it was just weird, man. And now you literally have that for his sound effect every time he he's risen up. Every time, every time. It's it's they they less is more. They just need to drop both uh, sound effects from both guys' entrances. I feel like the Ricochet one actually rubbed me the wrong way even more <laughs> than than the Casket one this week because it was the first time I was hearing the the actual like ricocheting bullet or whatever it was supposed to be noise then now it was just it was just too much it was just too much 
Um, so yeah, they, you know, you had Kurt Hawkins and Zach Ryder come out, which is fine. You had the revival come out, which is fine. And then the NXT call up happened. Yes. Um, the team formerly known as the war. Raiders, I'm pissed off that you have uh, to say that, but go ahead and yeah, say it again. For- <laughs> the team formerly known as the war Raiders. They are now known as the, well, hold on. Their, their yep. names, Hanson and Roe. Ro, are also no longer so the the individuals <laughs> formerly known as Hanson and Roe, now known as Eric and Ivar, and their team name is now the wait for it the Viking Experience. Yep, <laughs> I, I, I it's not a, it's, I didn't mess that up. This is real. The Viking Experience. That is true. I. I, I it, it was weird because when when it came up on screen, I'm like, oh no, this is a typo. What's going on? And then the announcers like Corey Graves, and then we're saying it and saying it with confidence. Yeah, the Viking experience. And I'm like, you got to be. Kidding I thought me. it was maybe just their new monarch. I'm like, okay, yeah, That's, yeah, Viking experience. Exactly. Okay, go away. Let me see the War Raiders. No, it did. It just stayed there. It stayed there it on stayed the video. On I was like, no, yes. no. I I couldn't believe Michael it. Cole was I like, just, yes, I, the Viking experience. I was like, oh my. God. They were trying so hard, so hard to sell that. And Corey was having a tough time. He I, he wanted to say War Raiders so bad. He he so wanted bad. to say War Raiders. He was like, he kind of like kind of stuttered, like pause. He was like, the Viking experience. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You could feel it just the whole time yes. they were out there. It was just this like weird, uncomfortable like, just, just like what is happening right now? They they're what now? We're supposed to call them what? And the crowd is still chanting "war, war." You know, you yeah. the, the it's yeah. hard because I want to call them Hanson and Rose I, so bad, but I want to chant and Ivar chant, but they don't do that anymore because they're not war raiders anymore. No, no, they still do it though. They didn't That's do the still chant. They did. Well, well, the, they the totally. universe WWE fans did the chant. They were not doing the chant. I was trying to pay attention. They they did not. Well, maybe. Well, so they didn't say it. They didn't say so. So I'm just gonna call him Hanson and Rowe for now because I I have a hard time calling him Eric and Ivar. But, uh, <laughs> Hanson and Rowe, they were doing. They did the 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 fist uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the air, and they were doing that. They weren't saying war themselves, but some people in the in the crowd in the universe were chanting war while they were doing that. that. And even after the match, maybe I missed yeah, it. Maybe I was just so match, blinded by anger of this that I missed. That because I was yeah because I was pissed about that name change. No, it, it made it even more confusing. Like I don't know. And in the background, because after the matchup, you know they they focused on the commentary team and they had that angle where in the background you could see the ring and you can see them the the Viking experience in the ring just trying to get the crowd hyped and doing their fist pump and and you know the war 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 like they were doing that with their fists and the crowd in the background was chanting war. So I, I just. Here's the thing, like if you weren't gonna keep to that name, why not change it while they were in NXT? Yeah. Like NXT is supposed to be developmental, yep. right? You're supposed to be setting them up for going to the main roster. So if War Raiders, because one thing I did hear is oh, maybe Vince McMahon doesn't want a team with the name War in it, but then why were they called War Raiders in NXT? Like why why did they ever have that? Because that's Triple H um, baby, and he thinks, you know, he doesn't think like it's dead. Right, right. I mean, it just it reeks of Vince not really paying attention exactly. to what's oh, going on in NXT. Warrior, it's just too violent. 
Viking right. experience because they are Vikings. <laughs> if you've watched a single match that they've had in NXT and you hear the crowd chant with them and you see the energy that they have, like they're over. They have T-shirts in NXT that War Raiders, War Raiders yeah, on it. They had them on, yeah. what was it, two days ago. Yeah, this week yes. they showed it. They were in the back and they were still wearing the War Raiders t-shirts. So oh. it's just it's just a weird situation. Not anymore. They're going to come out with Viking Experience t-shirts on. God. Oh my god. Like, how do you chant that? Like what do you chant? Viking Experience. Viking Experience. Like what do you The crowd isn't going to do that. How are they supposed to get over? Like I just don't understand. That, that sounds so silly when you chant that, man. Viking experience, you know, like I, I just, I don't even their names, like Eric and oh, iPhone. What was man. wrong with Hanson and Rowe? I, I don't know. What was wrong I with don't that? know. I don't even get the name change. Like the Viking, yeah. egg. who, like, oh my God, how, how did how did Vince McMahon think this name, this name? I don't. I, I don't gonna get, get it. the crowd. Was going to go over with the crowd. It makes the Mustafa Ali name change look brilliant and, and by comparison because it's like that pisses me off but i would rather have my name change from mustafa ali to ali than from the war raiders to the viking yeah, experience that, like they had this, a complete name change not just called yeah you know the raiders right you know right. I, I get it drop the war call them the raiders whatever raiders something you could you could say maybe like from a from a business sense the Raiders you're competing now with the NFL's Raiders and maybe from a merchandise standpoint that might be a little bit confusing or like I don't know there may be legal issues with yeah. doing that so one name that I had heard uh, as a rumor for them was the Berserkers was a name that they potentially were going to do which I mean I don't like that at all either That's better so, than Viking experience. <laughs> It's better than the Viking. I mean, pretty much anything at this point would be it's better than the Viking. Much, yes. Yes. Yeah. Our, our, our name, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. That's better than the yeah, Viking experience, that. man. <laughs> if they was to come out, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> I would have been ecstatic with that. That's better than the Viking experience, man. Man. Gosh. I just, yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess over under on... That how long this would is going to take for them to change the name to something else? How long? Oh do you think? man, that's that's a damn good question. But I, I don't think it's going to change because because of Vince. He's so damn stubborn. No, oh, he is stubborn. I'm, I'm I'm giving this a month. Month? I'm giving this a month. I say one month and it's changed. Within a month's time, they're going to change that because again, you can't even chant it. Like like the reason why. So again, going back to Mustafa Ali. I can see people chanting Ali, oh, yeah, Ali, yeah. Ali. They were doing that right? before his name change. Exactly. So, but the Viking experience, <laughs> you can't. You can't. There, there's no Viking there's experience. No, experience. The Viking experience. The Viking. You can't. You can't. Even if you shortened it. Experience. 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 Like, you can't. You can't. No one can take that seriously. Oh, just, man. I can't. I just I, don't understand. Oh man, it's so funny because yeah. you're chanting it and you're trying to sound serious, but it's not right. coming out serious. No, no matter how no. hard you're trying to say it, <laughs> you can't. You can't. <sighs> so yeah, that happened, ladies and gentlemen. That happened. 
Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I'm I'm disappointed, and it's weird too because there's so we we were talking about the name, but we didn't even talk about the fact that they're still NXT Tag Team Champions, and they were called up. And you know, it it was weird because when when they retained the tag team championships at uh, NXT Takeover New York, you know, the the reason why I was thinking that they retained was because they were going to stick around yeah. in NXT for a little yeah. bit longer and build you know build up the tag division in NXT and then move on eventually. But yeah, to still be tag team champions after and then get called up, I just I don't I think know. It was that a Vince McMahon thing. He might have saw that match. He was there. He saw that match. He was impressed. Say pull these guys up. Just yep. do it. Wow. Well, we I would have been okay with it, and then they changed their name to the Viking Experience. Exactly. So. Like when I saw yeah. the like when I heard the music, I immediately got, you know, like, oh hell yeah. And then I'm seeing the Viking experience. I'm like, okay, all right, that's their new monarch. I get it, you know, because they're Vikings, they like dress like Vikings, and it just stayed there. Just 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 keep on staying there. Just <laughs> Didn't go away. I'm just waiting for War Raiders. But I hear the War Raiders oh music already god. already into it. And oh my God. Yeah. The announcer went, the Viking experience. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> for real? <laughs> yep, no. for real. That's that's what it is right now. So yeah, I'm giving it a month. I'm giving right. it a month. I, I could I could definitely see it sticking around and just not changing, but fingers crossed that in months time they're they're changing they're called something else anything else all right so moving forward through the shakeup uh andrade uh, which you know his full name i love to call him his full name andrade cien almas but andrade to the the wwe and vince true vince, vince mcmahon mm-hmm. fashion is now on raw and uh he debuted in a match against yes. finn balor which was definitely match of the night yes, it was me. you yes, know that was, was very good very good show just showed him off perfectly uh he went over he beat uh, Finn Balor pinned him, um, which I thought was awesome. I didn't, I with a with a debut like that, you kind of expect the the rest of the debuts to win, but against Finn Balor, you just never know because I mean Finn is Finn yeah, is Finn. Exactly, He's kind of exactly, man. Um, so they had me on the edge of my seat with that match, and he won, and I was I was real happy to see Andrade win. So the the change overall, I'm nervous. I'm really nervous about how this is going to go because when he first got announced. I'm like, man, Andrade is definitely the kind of guy that I feel like fits better on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's definitely the land of opportunity. It definitely feels like Andrade could, could you know, like a the thing with Kofi Kingston, for instance. I could see, you know, a, a potential feud there. Um, you know, he had the thing going on with Rey Mysterio. There's just so many, so many. It just he just fits that that brand very well with Raw. You know, it, it's I mean, even Finn Balor has struggled to really make his mark on Raw. So. For Andrade, it's going to be real interesting to see what they do. I'm I'm hoping for the best, but you know I'm I'm nervous for Andrade. But this was a good start. So what were you, what was your thought? Uh, oh, excuse me. First of all, I love this match. It showcased both uh, both of their skills. Man, they had some great chemistry, man. And and towards yeah. the end, it was a great heel finish for uh, Cien Amis, man. Like yeah, with yeah, the Vega, with the Hernan Corona, you know, and then finish him off with the Hammerlock DDT, man, and that was a good, strong, cleanish, I guess, type of win. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was, and it, like you, man, I was surprised. I thought just the way they've been building, seeing almost on SmackDown, I didn't even expect him to win, but he was just look give a, another strong uh, showing, like before, with like he did with AJ Styles or just with the other. Uh, other main roster but with 
on Raw, man, I was surprised. And he got a good win, man. So hats off. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it was a it was a great showing for Andrade. So like I said, I, I just I'm fingers crossed that this really worked well yeah. for Andrade. Um I'm I'm he's a great talent. He puts on great matches. You know, every time he's out there, he just doesn't disappoint. Um so I'm I'm hoping that this is a sign of things to come, at least a, a good solid mid card title run potentially for him. Um, you know, when and I'm glad that they kept Zelina Vega with him because their chemistry is it awesome. Is. It is um, he needs so, that, man. Yes, yes. She's she. The two of them together are a great yes. fit. So I'm excited. Well, what do you think? Um, what do you about, think a story they'll do for him on Monday Night Raw? Um, well, it's tough because you know we'll get into SmackDown um, a little bit here in a second. But you know, spoiler alert: Finn Balor um, and and Andrade may not. It's probably not going right. to happen <laughs> because of what happened with mm-hmm. the shakeup. So I think. Um, We'll we'll see. Another call up that happened was Rey Mysterio is now on on uh, Raw as well. Uh, so maybe they continue their feud a little bit because they, I feel like they have a little bit of unfinished business uh, with their with their story. So maybe they go right into continuing that. Like you know, Andrade is annoyed that Rey Mysterio followed him there, and so they have a match yeah. on Raw and maybe have a little bit of a series. So starting him off with with Ray and just continuing that would be good. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I think that's the first one that 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 comes to my head is maybe a, a another kind of uh, story with. Rey yeah, Mysterio. I was thinking that too with Rey Mysterio switching back to Monday Night Raw, <clears throat> and I figure he could give these guys, you know, the limelight to show what they can do on Monday Night Raw because not like I, not everybody watched SmackDown, man. Like it's you know you'd be surprised how many viewers that trickle off from just from yeah. Monday Night Raw to SmackDown, so. You know, they had some great matches, and for them to see this on Monday Night Raw would definitely help and get the uh, get these guys the exposures that they need, especially for seeing Armas. Yep, agreed, agreed. Um, the next major call-up that happened happened in the tag team division. Uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable came out and said they could take on any tag team, and out came the Usos to... Uh, basically, to well, we called it. Yeah, we, we called did. that the Usos yeah. were probably going to move over to Raw, and I think that it's yep. a great fit. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. They've done everything that they could do on SmackDown. Um, to me, they're the greatest. I mean, I think you you agree with me on this that they're the best tag team right now, uh, going in in all of professional yes. wrestling. Um, so for them to move over to Raw, a brand that's tag team division had been terrible last year, it was a great get for the tag team division. Um, and overall, I mean, if we look at what's what's happened with the tag team division on Raw now, I mean, you you keep um, Ricochet and Alistair Black together and on Raw, you have the Usos on there on Raw now, and the Revival is still there on Raw, which yes. is, is insane to me. I didn't I didn't expect mm-hmm. that. Um, and, you know, the name change aside, <laughs> the Viking experience um, is yeah. on Raw. So, you know, the, the tag team division's looks really legit right now on it raw it, so, it looks balanced uh, yeah because it, it was completely lopsided before like yeah. you know the strong division was on smackdown that's hands down bar oh, none definitely. now we have somewhat we have some balance to it now yeah so yeah i'm, I'm excited for the usos they went over they won their matchup uh bobby Roode and chad gable um 
I guess we'll we'll get into them too because one of them actually did move over to SmackDown, but we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, uh, Sami Zayn, so he had a segment on uh, on Raw. It, it, I mean, it was in Montreal, so he had a hero's welcome in the <laughs> oh, beginning he did, of the segment. Man, man. <laughs> yeah, they played his music maybe three. I think it was three times, maybe yeah. four times, and he played to it. He was dancing. He was in in just. Pure Sami Zayn form. It was it was fun to watch, and uh, this was on a moment of bliss. Uh, maybe the worst thing going right now on on Raw. To, I, I think I'm with you on this. That they just need to end this this whole moment of bliss thing and just have Alexa just wrestle. Like I don't know if she's injured or what, but I, I just I'm not I'm not a fan of it anymore. I'm just I'm just getting tired of it. But um, love Alexa Bliss, but the moment of bliss, no. So, but yes, this this segment though, Sami Zayn made it work. He he really made it. He played to the crowd. Now, is he officially on Raw or is he on SmackDown? Like, I think this was he didn't show up on SmackDown at all. So, I think he's supposed to be on Raw now. Yeah, he's on Raw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just I'm just trying to think back if if there was any mention officially that he was on on one or another show but i'm pretty sure he's supposed to be on raw now so yeah sammy he and he so at first you i wasn't sure if sammy was gonna play the the heel role like he had done in the couple weeks before but um he he did after getting all the accolades and the cheers and the ole 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 (laughs) little segment two like he uh you know said hey you know i love montreal but these people you know i just can't stand the people and then that turned them and the crowd really played yeah, along with them real, that was a smart crowd great. man that was a very smart, smart crowd. crowd big ups to that montreal uh crowd man because they they was they went along for the ride they get like you said they gave him a yes. hero's welcome he's all into yes. it doing uh you yeah. know his, his Sami Zayn running man dance and <laughs> doing this drunk thing <laughs> getting them hyped up and then Drake yeah. went in on that crowd and they just let him have it though just i think my favorite my favorite part of it he was on the he was in the chair you know on the on the set of a moment of bliss and they played his music again and he just kind of oh, slid yeah. down <laughs> off the chair and just was like his, he was dancing but he just kind of slid off the chair i was just like oh my god <laughs> like sammy you've got it you figured it out you figured out your thing you have it i'm in i'm i'm entertained Keep yes. doing this, like it was. That yeah. was awesome. That that's was that's awesome. exactly what I thought. Like I, I, it like hit me. Like he had he he figured out his character. He figured yep. it out. Like you know when people yep. figure out their characters. Like Daniel Bryan, he figured out his character for you. Uh, Drew yes. Drew McIntyre, he definitely figured out his character. You know, uh, even Seth yeah. Rollins, man, when he came back from being injured, you know, he mm-hmm. had to go through that. Like who is Seth freaking Rollins? Now he figured it out with the whole yes. burn it down. So. When you yes, burnt, yes. When, when, not burnt, but when you figure it out, man, like, dude, you, you can see it and, and it, and it resonates with the fans too, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I was, I was all in, man. I was enjoying it, having yes. fun. And I just can't wait to see Sami Zayn now each week. So, you know, he, he's, he's definitely there. He's definitely figured it out. Um, so that was, that was a great moment from Sami Zayn's part. Um, I guess Alexa Bliss is still on raw. Um, so and like I said, I, I hope Alexa starts wrestling and, and just, just, Less of a moment of bliss. I mean, she's overall just a, a fun character to watch too. But you know, it, it's just it's just not not really her best, the best of use of her uh, in that role. So you know, hopefully we get to see more of more of her wrestling. Um, and especially too with there were a lot of moves in the women's division 
uh, to SmackDown, which we'll get to. But on the Raw side, they did this week add Naomi to Raw, which how did you feel about Naomi moving to Raw? I mean, was, was I, there even a reaction to your side? I was or? expecting that since, you know, Jimmy and Naomi are married. So they pretty much they pretty much keep married couples on the same brand now. So it's really no separation. Yeah. So even if you look at like with uh, Selena Vega and Alistair Black, they're married, so they're on the same brand. So yeah, so I wasn't surprised. Yeah. I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. I am was on there. Now an interesting one though, and we talked about him a little bit earlier, but I don't know if people are aware, but Andrade and Charlotte oh, yeah. are yes, together. They are. They're an item. Now they're on separate shows though, so that's kind of interesting that they would split. But they're them not up. married, though. Charlotte. They're not married. True, true. But it, it's I don't know. It's just interesting that they would they would go the route of splitting them up, especially since we said Andrade is a great fit on SmackDown. Like it, it I feel I don't know. I get it that Zelina and Alistair being together again with them being married. I I, I would root for that, too. Um, but for Charlotte, I mean, maybe Charlotte going over to Raw, you know, could have could have happened. But, you know, they didn't go that route. Um yeah, I just thought that that was interesting because I was expecting after the after the fact is when I figured out that oh wait a minute Charlotte and Andrade are now on different shows that's that's going to be interesting but you know it's uh, yeah like you said to your point they're not married so maybe they really don't care too much about that <laughs> if it's if it's not official right. like you know I guess he has to put a ring on it then she'll she'll move yeah. move back we'll see <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> this one um. Braun Strowman had a little bit of well, actually, EC3 was in the ring. Of course, EC3, man. We we he so was high hopes, so high hopes for him. I almost want to just say rip to EC3's career yeah. because it's over. It's a wrap. I feel like it, it got it was over. Braun before it came out with a shovel, um, man. You know what he you man, know what he did with EC3, man. <laughs> like it was clear. He he's just like you know what you are nothing. You are done. He just, it wasn't even a match. I guess it was supposed to be. They were billing it as if there was going to be a match. And EC3 had no idea who his opponent was going to be. And it turned out he brought Strowman. Strowman just beat him down. It ended with a choke slam on the stage through the, the floor area. And I would, if that's the last time we see wow, EC3, bro. that would be terrible. But if someone get buried, <laughs> buried, literally buried. Right in front of us, it was. It, it's just terrible, man. I mean, I, I question why they even brought EC3 up if this is what they were gonna do with them. You could have just left them in NXT and yes. let them just develop yep. his character more. Um, it seemed like a premature move it when did. they first did it too, and and now you, we see it. Like they have no idea what to do with them. So why not have just let him? I mean, really, they should. If if they're not done with him, they should send him back to NXT. This would be the first time. Or one of the first times that because because um oh shoot what's his name uh Prince Pretty uh, he's been on NXT oh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, a couple times Tyler Breeze yeah he showed up on on NXT once uh, in a in a brief matchup yeah, he did. and that's another guy that I'm like yeah just just send him back to NXT why not you know treat NXT like I mean it's developmental so you can literally have someone go back and develop um their their character a little bit more or just retool or you know, reboot them all together. So EC3 feels like he needs that. Um, but yeah, man, this was just, this was just awful. It was just awful to to see from EC3's perspective. From Braun Strowman's perspective, hey, it, it really didn't do anything for him. It, it just was kind of like, you know, I'm just going to destroy and bury somebody and then, you know, 
cha- a roar and yeah. be gone. All he did um, was get some so, yeah. FaceTime with the camera. That's all it was, man. It was just more about EC3 burial. That's exactly like literally. I, I couldn't believe it, man. I'm like, what? Was, and I was thinking, like, what was the point of bringing him up if you literally had nothing for him? All we know was the first couple of weeks we would just see him on the roster, just being a mind. Didn't yeah. say not one That's word, man. Just looking himself in the mirror. Yep, that was it. And then when you think he's getting ready to speak, nope, he doesn't. Yeah, it's 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 just a horrible call up maybe one of the worst that we've yeah. seen since since nxt call up started so yeah i just i i feel i feel bad for him now the um one rumored reason for why ec3 was even a part of the segment was because um, apparently samoa joe was supposed to actually be called up to to raw um and be in the segment with uh with braun but uh Samoa Joe was was sick in the back, and they looked at him and said, "Nope, you can't go out there." So they sent CC three out there just to get destroyed and and take his place. Uh, so it would have been um, it would have made more sense had there been Samoa Joe, and maybe they had like a, a little bit of a brawl, and they both went you know through the table, yeah. or Braun put him through a table. It's kind of like a you know building up a storyline between the two. But yeah, this we it doesn't. There's no storyline to be nah. built here with with uh, EC three. Braun just had a simple job to do let me just bury this dude real quick and move on to, to joe and move on next week exactly yeah. so hopefully yeah, we get so to that, see that man because i am uh, i'm i want that as i explained last yeah. week i want that story i want to see what these guys can do together all yeah. i know is going to be a war that's all and i just want to see that war how are they going to tell this this war story that is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. I can't wait. Because you Joe, know it's going to be a yeah, war. Because, you just, you just want to yes. know how they're going to tell it, man. Exactly. We we need that. We need that. We need the Braun Samoa Joe war to happen. So please, 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 please let that let that happen. Um, so, yeah, then uh, the, the next uh, kind of official Raw uh, signing, if you will, was Lacey Evans uh, being formerly made a, a raw superstar um it happened by way of there was a, a match between becky lynch and ruby riot becky lynch won and then natalia came out to say yeah she's gonna be um you know coming after becky and wanting to challenge for the the title but then lacey evans interrupted and had kind of a, a weird promo like I, I lacey evans i'm i i'm rooting for lacey evans i like lacey evans but the the promo kind of came off a little bit weird because she basically said she used a woman's charm to and and uh, gain favor with people in the back in order to to get you know opportunity at Becky Lynch. We kind of made it sound like she had done yeah. <laughs> a little bit extra like, for you, for the people like talking the, about charm. What are you insinuating? Right. right. <laughs> like, you know, and even Becky Lynch's face was like, what did she say? Like she turned an eyebrow, yeah. you know, like, are you trying to say you were being a little bit of a, a whole backstage right. and you know, a little bit like, too friendly back there. Exactly. So I, I thought that was kind of weird for, for her character, even like Lacey Evans, you know, like you said, she's, she's a, she's a soldier, exactly. you know, and she, is supposed to be about like women's empowerment. Her finishing move is the women's right, you know. And then she's coming off as this like sexually driven like character. Like I, ooh, that just it just felt weird. It felt like but a weird a promo for, for what. 
But I thought we were past that because Attitude Era, yeah, absolutely, this would have evidently not with Vince McMahon. Right. See, you see what he's doing with some of these uh, women on the roster. Yeah. You know, exactly. Bliss, I was just about yeah. to make a point with her, man. You see what she he's he's doing with her. You know, she's barely wrestling. She's just being more of a talk show host now. And then you got yeah. Lacey Evans just strutting back and forth for the first what month, you know, yep. and then finally having a match. Yeah. So yeah, and she she did have that yeah. match. She had a match with Natalia to figure out who was going to be the uh, next contender for Becky Lynch, and, and she won. She won the matchup. So I'm hoping that that uh, it was a good showing. It was a good showing. You know, like I said, I do like Lacey Evans. I think that she has a lot of potential. Um, you know, she she's so much like Charlotte. It's, it's kind of scary, but you know, I, I definitely feel like she. Now, when you say she's. Has, so much like Charlotte. Do you think she moves like Charlotte or just the way you saying her, the way she, her, she carry herself. She, so, I mean, you've got, they're both well, yeah. blonde. They're both, you know, buff. They're both like have this presence about them. This like, um, you know, Charlotte does the queen thing, but with Lacey, she's like, you know, the, 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 I don't know, like this dignitary dignified kind of per- like the way that she carries herself is similar. She might as well be called a, a yeah, queen as well, yeah. you know, with, with the way that she carries herself. So there's a lot of similarities. It's almost like she's the, I mean, this is in her backstory, but she's like the military version of, of, uh, of Charlotte a little bit. Um, I just see similarities there. And even when they, they were in the rumble, you know, you could kind of see it when they had that stare down, you know, it was like, like the two of them looking in a mirror almost, <laughs> um, you know, and even with the way that they both mentioned, you know, well, Charlotte got put in the championship matchup by Vince McMahon. And then Lacey talks about using her favor with the people in the back to be able to get this match. So she's pulling strings and has management, you know, wrapped around her finger or whatever. So there, there's similarities there. Um, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily for Lacey because Charlotte is, is, is awesome. She's a, you know, awesome talent. And I could see Lacey being another Charlotte in a, in a good way. Okay. All right. All right, with me, I, I, I guess I see the similarities as well, but I, I see more of it in the in the ring. I, I see the way they move is very similar, especially, uh, yeah, That's yeah, fair. especially sure when they can do that similar move set with the moon salt. It, it looked like I'm I'm watching yep. Charlotte. <laughs> it's it's very eerie like that, man. So. So yeah, I I can see, and, and you know, and it's smart, and that'd probably be the reason why Charlotte is not on Monday Night Raw. Be- yeah, that's true. It, yes, yeah. yes, you, and, and people probably mention like, you know what, you need to keep these two women apart, and it's probably smart why Lacey Evans on Raw, and then you know Charlotte could thrive on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I see that. So I, I mean, I, I think we're we're both. Sound like we're we're behind Lacey Evans and we want to see her succeed. So um, I think this is a good, also kind of first feud. Or not good. This is an awesome first feud for yeah. Lacey Evans to be going yeah. against Becky Lynch. I mean, to to go against the man, the you know the the, the double champ. Like I mean, gosh, Becky two belts. This is this is a great a great way to start her off. Uh, win or lose, I, I'm guessing she's gonna she's not gonna win the the title off of Becky Lynch uh, at all. Which is actually that's another point. So we got a little bit of clarity on how things may go going forward with yeah. the two belts. Um, uh, when Lacey Evans came out and she was talking about challenging uh, Becky, she said, "Exactly, the yeah." I, I was like, 
why are you not mentioning both? You kept on, and she said it twice yeah. too. Just to, I wanted yeah. to make sure, just to make yep. sure we heard that. Yep. So I, I don't know. So so did you hear the, the clarity on that? Um, no. All I know is from what we what we saw on on Raw, which it sounds like when the Raw superstar, the, the women yeah. on Raw are going to be challenging for the Raw championship, and the women on SmackDown will be challenging her for the SmackDown championship. So there may be a situation where Becky at a given pay-per-view might have to defend her, her belts twice. Like she may have two matches yeah. against two separate superstars, which and that's right know, up her could ca- be character. Fun. That's right up her alley. Yes. And I could see that too. And, and, and yes. defend them as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And win and win exactly. both matches and continue to be double champ yeah. for a while. Yeah. I, I, that, that, that'll be fun. That that'll be that's fun. different so, too, man. I'm yeah. with that. Yeah, I think that's a smart yep. way to do it versus making it one title because I, I, I like the idea of a championship per show and just having that opportunity for, for more opportunity for, for a, uh, two separate champions versus combining into one. So that, yeah, I like the idea yep. a lot, actually. Because it, uh, it opens up the story mo- a story a little bit more. So you won't make you want to assume it to be predictable. So now you can assume like, well, there's a chance that Lacey Evans can beat. Becky instead of just like oh she's not gonna right. beat her you know because she's the double champ I don't see Lacey right. having taking both of the belts but you know now you put now you throw that little little wrinkle in there you know it's a different game now I guess the one question here is let's say Becky you know not not in this situation but um in on fu- a future championship matchup she loses the raw championship right is she because what they didn't say was is Becky Lynch on Raw or SmackDown going forward? And before this, she was on SmackDown. So do you see them keeping to that? And let's say she does lose a raw the raw championship at some point, that she would stay then on SmackDown, or do you see them kind of under the radar, kind of making her a raw superstar once the double champion run is is over? Ooh, very good question. But I could see Becky uh being on Raw to uh as soon as the double champ you know that story is over i think we could see becky on becky on raw because she's the biggest face and and raw would need uh her for that to drive that division because you got you got charlotte and then possibly you i think you might have ronda rousey when she comes back yeah going to SmackDown because I, I believe that's where all the big stars are going because you see Finn, you see Roman Reigns now. So it, it's yeah. a, it's definitely different. So I, I think, you know, Charlotte would stay there and Becky would go to uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I was I was expecting them to kind of officially have Becky drafted or, or moved over to Raw during the shakeup just to make that yeah. official. Feel like this is a good opportunity to just do that and say, yeah, for now she's going to show up on both both shows, but she's actually a Raw superstar who's holding uh, the SmackDown Championship as well as the Raw Championship. But you know, they they basically chose not to do that. But yeah, I think that just as time goes on, it when she does lose one of the belts, probably what they'll do is they'll have her lose the SmackDown Championship first, and then she'll be the Raw champion, and then she'll be on Raw only, and then you know she'll just subtly be on Raw. Yeah, that way. I can see that. Um, that might be, yeah, that'd be a clean way to to make that transition. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, Lacey Evans, Becky Lynch, first uh, first feud for Lacey Evans. Think it's great, and yeah, Becky is double champ and just defending that 
the belt on against the Raw Championship against Raw uh, Women Superstars and SmackDown Championship against SmackDown Superstars. I think it's a good choice. So I really like that. And then in the main event, we got the the final, um, at least televised uh, move uh, for uh, from a, for a SmackDown Superstar to go to Raw. Um, it was uh, the main event ended up being Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns with a mystery partner who would be the new Raw Superstar against uh, uh, Corbin's crew of Baron <laughs> yes. Corbin, Drew McIntyre. They made a return, man. Bobby Lashley. Maybe their final match <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that that was my thought. Like, oh, okay, they're doing this because this is going to be it. Like, they're going to – someone's going somewhere. So, um, that's at least that was the thought. But, yeah, for the uh, the mystery partner – kind of wasn't a, a shock to to me because we we both predicted it we were both expecting this to happen and it did end right. up happening so aj styles is the uh newest member of world one of the last member that they announced on raw i should say um which i, I i'm excited about it you know I, this was probably the move that i was the most excited about same here um just the seeing the potential you know for him to go against you know seth rollins right away and I guess the one that kind of got ruined a little bit by the shakeup was that I was excited to see him against Finn Balor on Raw. But as we're going to switch over to SmackDown, just let you know now that's not going to happen because Finn is over on, on SmackDown mm-hmm. now. Um, but I still feel like it's a great move for AJ. He's done so much on SmackDown. You know, he, he it was his house. And now to move over to, to Raw, I think the the opportunity for a few with Seth almost right away is kind of right there. Like Seth is it's Monday Night Rollins. Clearly now it's Monday yeah, Night Rollins. That's his show. And so <laughs> it's his show. Clearly and 100%. There's no question about it. And so for AJ Styles who was the the man on SmackDown, like now he's going to try to make Raw his house. Like I just oh gosh, it just writes yeah. itself. Like that potential's there. So I hope the WWE sees that. And I hope they don't waste time and they just now go you into think it. WWE would see the story that way when I mean WWE to you know creators, you think they'll see the story that way or they'll try to say, like, you know what, one of them needs to be healed. Let's have AJ Styles go healed. Um true WWE fashion, usually they wait too long to make certain feuds happen that seem to be really obvious. Um, so I, I hear what you're saying, you know, like even with Finn Balor and AJ Styles, like that's also something that seems to be really obvious to have happen, but they just won't do it. Um, and yeah, in terms of turning heel, uh, so here's here's what I'm here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that they just go straight into it. Both of them can be faces, and maybe there's just this power struggle for for Raw. And then as it goes on, I am actually hoping for an AJ Styles heel ah. turn because I think yeah, because AJ. He as a face or as a heel, he's great. But I actually enjoy him maybe more as a heel than I, I do did as a too. Face. Especially when and, he first went heel on John Cena and he was doing that whole beat up John yeah. Cena thing. I was loving that. Yes, they should just bring that back. I mean, I don't know what what's going on with um, Gallows and Anderson, but I wouldn't be mad if they just went ahead and did that with but with Seth Rollins and, instead of Cena. And just kind of copied and pasted that whole storyline because <laughs> that it was so enjoyable, you know. And to see Seth go through that, you know, with with a heel AJ Styles, I think would be a lot of fun. Um, and and Gallows and Anderson aren't doing anything; they're not they're not being used. I think they were even another team that maybe had requested a release or was rumored yes. to. But well, they um, didn't resign their contracts there. that 
yeah, that's, that's what, what it was. was. That's yep. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Now, what they will do, I mean, I don't think I, – I, I guess what I'm thinking is that they're going to try to take a little bit of time with it, but I don't know who else they would have go against Seth Rollins right now on the show. Like, maybe – Maybe Drew? I don't know. Maybe What's is that? Drew – Drew is on Raw, right? Drew – yes, Drew is on Raw still. Um, So that makes sense in terms of a true heel. The top heel to put against – um uh Seth Rollins would be Drew yes. McIntyre. Um They'd so yeah, that, start that, that right is a first away. feud. Yeah, I wouldn't be Me mad either. at that. Me I wouldn't either. be mad at that at all. But uh yeah, definitely definitely want to see an AJ Seth Rollins feud. I think that would be great. I've been wanting to see that for for yeah. a long time now. There was um, a, they've just been on opposite shows for forever. There's a so, documentary yeah. I believe on Seth Rollins and and I believe uh, AJ Styles was giving an interview, and he said he had his one of his best matches ever was with Seth Rollins, was uh, in the indie circuit. So I would love yeah. to see that on you know the WWE main card to see what these two guys can do, man. Yeah, and as a main event yes. match too, because AJ has not gotten a main event match for the title, and I don't know how. Maybe with Cena, he had one yes. or two, but. You know him as champion, he hadn't gotten one. Show that man some love, man. Main event, yeah, yes. he deserves it. He deserves it. So I hope that happens for him. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that one for sure. That's that. Like I said, that was the one that I was the most like excited for when it happened. I was like, yes, fine, thank you. You know, this is you. You did it on this one, WWE. Great job for making that move to move AJ Styles over to Raw. And uh, so let's see what the future holds for AJ, but I'm very excited. Yeah, man, me too, because I'm one of the biggest AJ fans. Uh, I said that too, man. Like, I love AJ Styles. I, I got a whole bunch of wrestling shirts AJ Styles, so I'm ecstatic that he is on Monday Night Raw. Now I have a reason to go to Monday Night Raw, because before, you know, when they would be coming to Chicago, and I would – I I wouldn't care about going to Monday Night Raw, man. I would care if there if SmackDown was coming to Chicago. Oh yeah, give me tickets. Monday Night Raw, not really, man. Not even Seth Rollins can bring me in, man. It would just be you know just a long three hour show. But now you have one of my favorite wrestlers. I have a reason to go now. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, AJ AJ is a great draw, you know, for me too. So I, I could echo that for sure. I mean, Seth Rollins, I, I've I've really grown to be a fan of Seth Rollins. In the beginning, I was kind of lukewarm on yeah. on him. Yeah. Um, in the Shield, I kind of felt like he was a guy with potential, but I just wasn't sure about his personality. Uh, heel Seth Rollins, I thought did he did a great job during that time period and filled that that role for WWE really well. Um, but, uh, yeah, recently I feel like Seth has really found himself, like you said, with the burn it down and all that, like, it's just that the crowd is really with them. You know, I pop for every time I hear that burn it down, like I, I'm, yes. I'm with it. Um, so the two of them together as uh main draws for, for raw. Wow. Like that, that's, that's, that's a great job by WWE. And, you know, with Becky Lynch also, you know, kind of unofficially being a raw superstar, I mean, she's on both shows now. Yeah, the, the reasons to go to Raw. Man, like, I could see I, Becky Lynch just being on Raw, too. Like, after they figured this whole double champion thing out, you know, how to get get out of that story. I She is she is just the perfect fit for Raw. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was that was how the, the, the Raw show ended um, with uh, with AJ Styles being uh, brought in and th- their team won, Roman, Seth, and AJ. 
they beat uh, Corbin's crew and and uh, everything ended that way with AJ standing side by side with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Um, now, off screen, some changes that happened. Um, sanity oh, yeah. is split up. <laughs> So that happened, and it was just kind of subtly mentioned that Eric Young was on Raw. Uh, they showed a picture of a lot of the changes that I made, the, the superstars that had moved, and Eric Young was at the very end of that line, kind of hidden behind. I think it was Naomi. It was it was her, and then it was his picture in the corner, um, which I don't even know what to say with Eric Young. Like he's done. He's, he's basically done, him and EC3 you know, are kind of. You hear a story thing. about him putting in uh, his uh, re- request for a release, man? Yeah. Yeah, he just needs to. It's just it's a it's damn just shame. You got that, all you got great. a three hour show, possibly another three hour show with SmackDown, and you don't know what to do with your roster. Yeah, a guy like uh, Sanity couldn't get on television at all. They were great on NXT, and then they come up, and it's just. I mean, this is like the they never had over. a chance. The minute they the minute nope. they debuted, man, they never had a chance. From the beginning, yes. it was terrible. It was terrible. So I, I, this that move was just kind of a waste. They might as well have just not even mentioned him and just like just left yep. that alone. Um, but yeah, he's he's on Raw, so he's just gonna be uh, the jobber of the week for a while until he finally gets oh, released. Yeah. So I, that's feel, maybe Jinder Mahal him, will get a couple know. of wins out of Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy yeah, Jinder, man. yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, oh, man. Man. Hey, 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 mark uh, my words, man. Why watch Jinder get some wins off of Eric Young, man? <laughs> Eric. Just put in your release, Eric. You can be telling Terry Eric Young to shanty your ass out of here. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. <laughs> this is what he came to WWE for. Wow. That's that's just well, it is that is what it is, man. One kind of subtle one, they showed a video package for Cedric Alexander. So he's yeah, going to be on yeah. Raw. It was a good video package, too. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the video package a I lot. I kind mean, of I, a I'm a heel fan of Cedric Alexander. I don't know if you did, but. I didn't get I didn't get that, little, but I can see what I, you're saying. Like a little bit of a heel. Like, he's kind of coming out very arrogant. Yeah, he's he's cocky. That's him. That's that's Cedric, though. That's just his his uh, personality. So it'll. I'm, I'm curious to see, because that's another guy who. You know, SmackDown just seems to fit these it's a superstars like Cedric Alexander, who are, you know, really athletic, great, just in-ring technic from a technical yeah. standpoint, the wrestling's on point. Like guys like that fit SmackDown so well, just the way that they they book things on that show. Um so on Raw, I, I'm I'm curious again just to see how they're gonna do it. Like him, Andrade, you know, is gonna be real interesting, but you know, he's kind of like the the counter to uh, Mustafa Ali or Ali being on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, both of them were the heart and soul they of were. 205 they Live, were. and now they're, you know, both on the main roster. Um, so I'm really pulling for Cedric Alexander. I'm hoping that he gets a, gets just some TV time and gets to show what he can do, um, you know. But uh, I don't I don't see any title runs no. for him really anytime soon. I just see him being that guy that, you know, he's, he's had – maybe he's like – in the Apollo Crews type of role where, you know, they, they tease it that, okay, he's going to get some wins in the beginning, but then maybe becomes <laughs> Jinder Mahal fodder as well, you know, if they want to go yeah, that man. way. Uh, we'll see. But I'm a fan of Cedric, man. So me too, man. I, I hope he, you know, I hope there's a greener pasture on on uh, Monday Night Raw for him, man, because he definitely did his thing for 205 Live, you know, holding it down, being a Cruiserweight champion, having some great matches with Mustafa Ali, uh, even with Buddy uh, Buddy Murphy too, man. 
Uh, they had some great matches on it, just a 205 weekly show. But seeing him on, on the main card, see what he can do. Uh, I would love to see him mix it up with like a CN Armas. Uh, maybe he might he might get an opportunity with AJ Styles, man. Just you know, just yeah. yeah. Wow, and be, and yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll yeah. lose, but he'll tro- he'll have like a a nice showcase. So I would love to see something like that. Even tear it up with uh, Seth Rollins too, man. You never know, man. So uh, yeah, I'm all for it to see what he can do. Yeah, and just a quick note: it's amazing how many guys from Impact, former Impact World champions are now on raw i mean you've got guys like aj styles and drew mcintyre uh bobby lashley um guys well samoa joe is there three is there yeah it's just crazy how many guys from tna just kind of a side note and aj styles even you know like it's it they've come a long way and sometimes they will mention you know tna and impact now like in video packages you'll see um footage from tna um, so, you know, just kind of a side note there at, at the end. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of guys, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> it was, it's, so that's another interesting note, but, um, let's switch gears over, over here now to SmackDown and talk about the, how the shakeup affected them. Um, well, before we get into the shakeup, there was a really cool segment that happened in the beginning of the show with, uh, Kevin Owens. Um, they were still in Montreal. Kevin Owens had a hero's welcome. Um, and he spoke to the crowd a little bit. Um, I think the translation of what he said was, um, this right here is my WrestleMania. And um, I have my family and, and uh, friends with me in the front row. So just really thanking the crowd. And then he moved on to to uh, opening up the Kevin Owens show. Um, had the New Day uh, as his guest. And um, you know, he congrat- congratulated uh, Kofi. He made mention of Big E not being there, which unfortunately, and that's something we missed in uh, news and notes. But we could talk about yeah. it here that uh biggie has an actual a real true injury um to uh his meniscus so he had a meniscus yep. tear and he's going to be out for a while uh, we don't know how long exactly but it's it's, it's going to be a, a minute and uh as as um uh, kevin owens is is talking about it he makes mention that hey you know you guys are supposed to be having a match tonight with uh rusev and shinsuke nakamura so you're gonna need some somebody to you know have your back since biggie isn't isn't around so how about you enlist the the talents of Big K. Then he switches it real quick. He's like, no, 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 Big O, Big O. That's funnier. So you know, he, <laughs> he basically was 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 putting his name in the hat to be an honorary New Day member. Uh, the New Day kind of went over a little bit, saying, well, you know, there's a lot of things you got to do. You got to you know play video games, and you know you got to eat pancakes. And you know, Kevin just kept saying, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. He's like, and uh, I just really love this segment. So I'm just gonna go through it a little bit more where. Uh, what did he say? Kofi was like, you know, we do a lot of gyrating around here. You know, oh, a lot of, yeah. a lot of moving that was crotch. funny. And, <laughs> uh, and Kevin Owens is like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. And he starts dancing. Yep. He starts like, shaking. Here's one like, for you. Just like moving his <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was pumping towards them. And I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, it was a side of Kevin Owens. We've seen Kevin Owens be funny and humorous, but he was really having yeah. fun with this, I could tell. So, I mean, I'm, I was really digging this from, from Kevin Owens. And then, yeah, he, he put on the New Day shirt and they gave him the unicorn. And, yeah, he became, for, for one night, uh, unofficial New Day member. So that was pretty fun. Uh, even in the back, they had him um, eat uh, pancakes and just, like, down a whole plate full of pancakes as his, like, final test. And he did that. And uh, it looked like he was about to puke it up when he was done. And he kind of held it. And they, they, he looked at him. He was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, so that was cool. Um 
And then uh, right before their matchup, they had him do the the intro for the team, what the intro that Big yeah. E usually does. And they're coaching them in the back, and they show the angle of of them in the gorilla position as as Xavier and Kofi are coaching him on how to do it. Like, no, no, you got to dig deep. That was, that was real great. Deep. And Kevin Owens, oh, my God. Yeah, it was from your so plums. Like, from I your really, plums. <laughs> yeah, from your plums. He's like, plums? Then he said, I don't have plums. I'm like, no, you do have plums. What do you mean you don't have plums? <laughs> you have plums. Come on, plums. <laughs> then he did it, and it was it really was. good, too. So, man, just a lot of fun. Um, so, just to, just to give you that little note, that's probably my favorite whole angle of the of the night because there wasn't too much story uh, driven moments that had happened really with the show. But this was this was one of the few, and it was fun. Um, now I kind of feel like this is building towards Kevin Owens potentially turning oh, it on it's the new happen. day. I percent guarantee he is going to turn on New Day. Come on, yes. man. This is this what, he, what does. he does. This is what he does. He, he gets all <laughs> he did friendly, softening you up. He did it to Jericho. Oh, he screws yeah. you over hard, man. Look what he did to Chris Jericho, man. Best friends, yes. bro. Best yes. friends. <laughs> he ah, oh. in that segment, in the yep. best friend segment, oh, he, he screwed him over hard. Oh, and it's going to happen with New Day because we're just eating this yeah. all up. We ate it up on Tuesday. You know, oh, uh, yeah, I was, I, I yeah. Ate it completely, I was yeah, all yeah. in, man. I'm like, this is all awesome. right, this man. Is he was just jumping, and they're all in, in their huddle, jumping up and down, having a good time, man. That's that was fun. Kevin Owens, you know, uh, towards the end when they had their uh, what is it, six man match, six yeah, man yeah towards match, the end, yep. and then he did end it with the stunner, like, oh, uh, man, yep. bro, it's but too bad it's 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 coming, it's, it's gonna come there, it's gonna come. Kevin Owens is gonna be Kevin yeah. Owens. <laughs> And, and I yeah. love it. Like that's fine. like Kevin Owens as a face. I'm actually enjoying Kevin Owens as a face. Like he's he's yeah. doing actually a really great job of it. Um, but yeah, heal Kevin Owens, man. There's nothing yeah, like it is. And then so, you know what? It's gonna help Kofi as well. You build yes. now. That's how you yes. build a story with around yeah. the championship. <laughs> yep. yep. And that's a great yeah. and, and it would really be perfect like, too, Kofi- man. I see Kevin Owens telling the story, man. He had to get close to the belt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get himself in, get close, yep. and, just, and this pays uh, off. Well, and this pays off the story that that Vince McMahon actually picked Kevin Owens to replace Kofi Kingston uh, in the championship yes, match. Yes, yes, yes. So this brings that back too. Like Ooh, I'm starting. actually the guy that was hand picked, right? So yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. So I'm, I'm a, we're gonna enjoy yeah. this for now, but it's definitely yeah, I ain't stupid. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> right. Oh man! All right, that just had to be said. But uh, back to the shakeup and what had happened there. The first person that moved shows officially within the shakeup was Finn Balor. So Finn Balor came out, and um, yeah, immediately I was actually really pissed when when I heard his music because <laughs> again, AJ Styles, Finn Balor. Like I yeah. want to see this happen. I want to see the like the the two guys that that both were in the in the Bullet Club in New Japan, you know, go at it. They both do the two sweet. There's just this connection that you can see. They had this one match that happened by accident because Bray Wyatt got yeah. injured, and that match was just amazing. Like I just went nuts when when they when AJ Styles' music hit, and it was gonna be him that was that was replacing Bray Wyatt to go against Finn. Oh my god! And, it, and Demon Finn at that, like that was just an amazing amazing moment. I want I want to see that again, but. I guess we're gonna have to wait. You know, maybe Survivor Series. Survivor maybe Series. they do that, that's, or that's that's when it's gonna happen. I, 
I hope so. I hope so. Because it, it, we yeah. need it. We need to see this happen. But, uh, yeah, in general, though, I think it's it's a good move for Finn, even though for my own selfish reasons, I did not want to see it happen. But for Finn on SmackDown, it does seem like a, a, a solid fit. I mean, Finn, his style of wrestling, um, immediately they put him against uh, Ali, and that match was great. And I feel like, you know, that's that's – he maybe after the Kevin Owens and and uh, Kofi Kingston uh, situation or what, however they they decide to go with um, with uh, the title picture, I could see Finn Balor, you know, in that mix with those guys going after the WWE Championship at some point. Um, so I do I do like it, and and also too, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura if he ends up going on a singles run again, seeing Finn Balor and Shinsuke, I'm actually really excited about if they decide to, to split up that tag team. Uh, which for now it looks like they are still together, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, man, Finn, I, I I think for him it's fine. It's a good move. I just really wish that we could see AJ Styles and, and Finn sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I know how you feel, but I, I have a I have a reason. I have a I have a feeling that something that Vince McMahon had something to do with this for some reason. Like, no, keep these guys away from each other. Exactly. He's not going to have Finn and AJ on the same same brand. Because, honestly, I wouldn't even know what he would do with them. And so so if he can't figure it out, just best to have them separate then. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess if they're not going to do it right, then don't do it Mm -hmm. at all. Just, Just wait. Until, until time is right. So yeah, I I hear what you're saying there. I just I just want to see that matchup, man. It was just so great when they when they had that one match and and to see it again and an actual feud and a rivalry between the two. I mean, you could feel like the fans want it. Um, it just makes sense to me. But you know, I guess not to Vince. So it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, for for Ali, you know, I think it's it's great to potentially have a feud with Finn Balor, but they're both faces. So I don't think it's going to be a feud. I just think it was kind of a debut, but Ali fighting for the intercontinental championship. I think it was great for him to, to go against the champion and to, um, you know, be put in that yep. picture. So this, it's a, it's a, it's a move up for Ali closer towards, you know, potentially being a, a yeah, mid-card it was a damn good match too. It was, it was. So, um, you know, I think it, think Finn being there for Ali it's great for Ali and we'll see what what's to come for Finn um then after that I mean there so from a show standpoint after that it was uh Charlotte Flair versus Carmella Charlotte defeated Carmella um then Lars Sullivan came out so Lars Sullivan is now officially on Smackdown he attacked our truth and then he kind of had this weird creepy cringeworthy moment with Carmella where he just kind of stared at yeah. Carmella yeah. and had this like, weird smile on his face. I'm like, is he about to go try to attack Carmella or what? Because he just kind of stood there and like stalked her a little bit. Um, so I don't know. That was weird. But yeah, Lars Sullivan is officially on on SmackDown. Um, I'm not feeling this dude, man. I'm really not. I'm not. Yeah, I like, I, I was going to give it some, some time, but I'm yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I think it was just you, you guys waited too long. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was hot in NXT. But then, you know, you know, then there was stories of reports. You know, I think what happened was of of him yeah. 
having these stories getting released of him having anxiety issues is not, you know, the reasons why he didn't couldn't go up to the main rock. Which is, I mean, that's fine. Like, you know, he, he if he has the anxiety attack and he, he, you know, can't go out there, he doesn't want to go out there. He's, he's, you know, dealing with some personal issues. That's fine. But now that he's here, his character just doesn't seem interesting to me. You know, like I feel like we've seen this before and it's just, yeah. it's just boring. Yeah, he's just so being, I don't know. I don't know, know he's just being, him. just coming in, destroying people, and really saying nothing, having these stupid maniac faces, expressions he has on his face, just mumbling whatever nonsense he's mumbling. I get it. Yeah, you've seen it before. Yeah, you've seen it before. I'm like, oh, so now every time he comes out, I'm just going to be groaning and be like, oh, here's another large so I, That's probably and, the reason why he's getting the wrong type of heat then. Cause I feel he was getting heat, yeah. like booze, but not the the booze that you want, like the, like like dude, get this dude out of here, boo. Right. Not like boo, right. you suck. Like yeah, like, seriously. It, I mean, I kind of I make the comparison to like Ryback, you know, like Ryback. I was just like, okay, I'm done with him. Just please, just don't don't put him on television anymore. And I I feel like I'm already there with Lars. Like I just don't care. Like he's a big dude. His wrestling is not that interesting to me. You know, from a charisma standpoint, he has yeah. none of it to me. Like, he just, there's, there's nah, just he nothing. Wasn't, plus, he you wasn't know, safe you, uh, with people in the ring, too, man. Yeah. You know, so you add yeah. that to it. Oh, my God. Like, I just, uh, yeah. I, maybe putting him with a manager, you know, someone to help sell him, a Paul Hayes That would he need. Yes, because he he's, yeah. oh, my God. When he gets on the mic, he's not going to sell me on that. He's, right. I, I'm already I already made my yeah. I already made my judgment on you, bro. Like you you need a manager immediately. Yeah, yeah. I mean immediately, absolutely. I, I agree with that. They need to find somebody for him. You know, it, it now it shouldn't be Paul Heyman because that'll just be too yeah. much of the same. It's too bad for him because Paul Heyman would be perfect, but I I wouldn't I would kind of tune that out because it it's like all right, yeah. are you trying to sell us on him as if he's your new Brock Lesnar? Like, no. Um, but somebody he does need a, manager, a strong someone, personality someone. who can who has good uh, who can who can sell your character. Yes, yes. So you know, hopefully they find that for Lars, and maybe they can turn that around. But right now, nah, I'm 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 not digging that at all. Um, so after that, uh, we got light on the uh, on Paige's new tag team, which. Um, yeah, this this yeah. was interesting. So first, you know, she she you know Paige comes out and um, who was it? it was Absolution yep, it was. that came out? And they're like, you know, we don't need any introduction. It's okay, Paige, but thank you. And then they start walking out to the ring, and Paige is like, actually, it wasn't you. So my actual tag team that I came to announce, and first, let me announce Oscar. And right away, I'm like, what the Oscar? <laughs> you putting Oscar in a tag team now? Like, oh, I was. I was I was I was out. I was yeah. out immediately. And I, I already knew they were gonna yep. say Kyrie Sane after that. And I just rolled my eyes like you gotta be kidding me. Like th- this is the I thought we was getting okay, sky pirates. Were... Like I was yes, all like, in was for sky pirates. And I think I'm uh, the last podcast I said I I don't want Io Shirai to move to the main roster yet because I want her to fight for the NXT women's championship and at least get yes. one reign, one run. So in a way, like I didn't want Io Shirai, and I got that. Like, I got Io potentially staying around and having something with Shayna Baszler. But 
this the way that they went went about it though, I would have rather they had just put Io Shirai there because putting Asuka there just it it's a disservice to Asuka now putting her in a in a makeshift tag team. What because they're both I mean let's just say it they're both Japanese so you just figure you're gonna put them both together like that like it, does that make it okay? Like, I feel like that's yeah. totally random. And I mean let's let's look at a little bit of the the backstory here. So Io Shirai and Asuka actually were in a tag team in Japan. All right. And so apparently they have some actual beef now. And we know, you know, the Sky Pirates, Io Shirai and, and Kyrie Sane, you know, they were a tag team. They're like best friends. They you can really yeah, you can you feel can the chemistry, yeah. genuine chemistry between them. You can see it. So when they made the announcement, you could see on Asuka's face, like there was no chemistry or care for the fact that Kyrie Sane Bro, was standing Asuka there. Looked- it was like, like she, legitimate, she, it was, like you can see, like what the, like what the hell am I doing here? What is this? Yeah, and she, if I feel like she's just being a team player yeah. in this whole thing, but she actually doesn't want to be there, you know, in this situation. That's just how it came off, and I just felt so bad for her and for Kyrie Sane because Kyrie Sane is a great talent, and to put her if if. The the rumors are, are true about this again, the situation between Eo and Asuka not really getting along. This is really awkward because Kyrie Sane is in the middle of this, you know, and and you put her with Asuka in this tag team. And again, because they just they look similar, so you think that's a good idea for a tag team, and then Paige is their manager. Like it just doesn't it just doesn't feel right. It, it just felt it felt wrong. And the whole time I'm just shaking my head like uh, I see what you're doing, and it and it it doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. So that was that was my yeah, reaction. Man, I'm not going to really deep dive into this. It was just I, I didn't enjoy this at all. Like you know, when when Paige made the announcement last week, yeah, I, you already know how I felt. You know, all right, cool, Sky Pirates, man, I'm in. But you know, right. now she meant to mission Oscar. I I immediately was disappointed. I'm like, man, y'all really effing up on her, bro. And then to throw her on the tag team and with Scott Pirates, I'm like, and and the tag team division is not really established yet. So, uh, I, I at the end of the day, man, I just feel bad for Oscar, man. You know, I, I just hope they at least do something with this, make them look strong at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's just it's disappointing, you know, but in the segment, we did have the move of Ember Moon over to to uh, SmackDown, which I am actually really excited about on the flip side. Um, I think Ember Moon needs a change. She needed this 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 move to to freshen her up because she hadn't been used, you know, in a while. And I thought we both thought she was I mean, we had heard she was injured. I think that's true. She was hurt. But then she was healthy by WrestleMania. And so, you know, she got thrown into that uh, battle royal. Um, I I don't know. It just seems like her run on the main card has been lackluster. So this is kind of a fresh start. Let's hit the restart button. Let's let's start over. And they started her off with getting in the face of Becky Lynch. And I think I thought that was great. So hopefully they're building up a Ember Moon, uh, Becky Lynch matchup for the SmackDown Championship. Uh, in the near future. So I'm hoping for that for her. So that's great. Then uh, we had Bailey come out, which Bailey, wow, she got booed louder than I've ever heard her get booed. And, you know, maybe this is because of what's going on with yeah. Sasha. Uh, 
maybe this is because she interrupted the the segment with uh, Ember Moon and Becky, and people were excited about that, and they didn't like the fact that Bailey was interrupting that. I don't know. Maybe it's a mixture of all of that. But you know, Bailey, I feel like if if this continues in the next the next time they're in, because you know, maybe it's it was just that Montreal crowd. But if that happens again, I feel like she needs to turn heel. Just just turn her heel. And again, she she announced that she's a single superstar. So they officially on television mentioned the, the split of the Boston Hug connection. So she's a single superstar on SmackDown. Um, but if she's not going to be, you know, cheered by the fans, just turn her heel. And that way she can have a fresh start as yeah, well. Because this one's going to be bad. bad for her if they don't do anything with her uh, character. She needs to change it up. Because literally, if they don't, it's, it's, it's literally going to be a nosedive for her and it's and it's such a shame from you know from where she started with nxt to have yeah. such a, a genuine following man who who, who was just yeah. there from from the beginning for her matches with with especially with sasha banks the story that they had and one of the best takeover matches they ever had as well in the iron man or the iron women match but yep for her to to see her fall off like that, to split the to split them up as a tag team, to take the belts off them. Now, if you're gonna keep her character like this, it it it, it is going to suck. I already see it. it people are yeah. gonna boo it because right now she is boring, man. You know, just come out with the yeah. same music, same thing, and it looked like she's bored at it too. It looked like she's yeah. bored. I can't. It looked like she's not into it. So she needs yeah. to change. Yeah, yeah. Turn her heel. Yeah. I say turn her heel. Just make it happen. You know, it's natural. Again, if they boo her again, you could just have her address that, and then she can turn heel. Like, all right, you want to turn on me? Fine. You remember you did this. Remember this? You brought this on yourselves. And then she goes after one of the top baby faces. Maybe she goes after Ember Moon. You know, and and starts a, a run with you know a, a little bit of a feud with her. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, she definitely needs a change. Definitely needs a change. Um, so. The last uh, televised move happened uh, in the main event. It was billed all night that Mr. McMahon was going to unveil the biggest signing in SmackDown history. And <laughs> when, you know, he came out there, did a strut, you know, yeah. built it up, you know, just kept going and eventually, you know, pointed to the to the stage and said, and now Elias. And that was I was not expecting Elias to to move over to SmackDown. And I especially wasn't expecting Vince to to do it this way, but it makes sense because so I, when they first started announcing this during the show, I'm thinking it's Roman yep. Reigns. It's exactly. gonna be Roman yep. Reigns. The biggest time ever is gonna be Roman Reigns. But if you do that, if you have Vince McMahon come out and say, Yeah, the biggest signing ever, and I'm gonna introduce him, and it's gonna be Roman Reigns. Any face run that Roman Reigns would have ended right is, there. Is <laughs> The crowd would have booed like crazy. Like you just yeah. see it happening in front yep. of Vince's guys. Boy, like, you know, it, it just would have been <laughs> over with at that point. So this was kind of a, a brilliant way to swerve that and to say, yeah, actually, I'm going to bring out Elias and then Roman is going to come out and I'm not going to know about it, which the logic there really doesn't make much sense because Vince McMahon, he, I mean, this, this, the shakeup, he knows all the people that are showing up on the show and it's the end of the show. So for him not to know that, you know, Roman Reigns still hasn't been announced yet. And the Roman Reigns interrupts him as he's announcing Elias. I mean, okay. I, 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 
it, that part of the logic is yeah. a little bit weird, but I bought it because I don't want, <laughs> I did not want Vince to introduce Roman Reigns. I, I wanted, I want Roman Reigns to be able to keep this face run for a little bit longer, at least, um, again, for real life reasons, I want to root for Roman Reigns and I'm, I'm okay with him being a, a face, at least for now. Um, so I thought this was a smart way to do it, even though logically there's some holes in, in how they went about it, but I thought it was good. And as a first potential feud, you know, Elias versus Roman, that's huge for Elias. Like for Roman, it's, it's good and all, but it's really on Elias' side, man, you had Undertaker, uh, Thugonomics, John Cena, you know, and then yeah, Rey Mysterio, you throw him in there, but not Roman Reigns. Like this dude is really yeah, getting is. the rub by the. By the- <laughs> Shane McMahon is blessing this man, right? I mean, not Shane. Vince McMahon is he blessing really, this man right now, is, man. He loves he Elias. It, I, he shows wow. it. He definitely shows it. it. Like he gave this man a a concert for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, he gave him that time, right? And then he gave him Thugonomics, John yeah. Cena to go well, again. You know what? Wow. I'm going to bless wow. you with Undertaker, all right, next uh, next week. Or not next Man. week, the, for Postmania. Postmania, Postmania yeah. Right. Undertaker. Now he's in, in a feud with Roman Reigns on SmackDown? Yeah. Wow. But it's, it's smart, and I like it, man. And you know what? I haven't seen Elias being a, in some type of rivalry. I don't know how long. Like, just think about it. How long has it been? Because he's just been really entertaining us. You know? Exactly. Yeah, he hasn't had a true feud. Like, he had a little bit of a thing with uh, Baron Corbin, I think, was his last actual uh, feud when he was still a face. And then yeah, but that, that was, was like it. a little bit kinda... of a feud, maybe two, three weeks at the most. And exactly. Yeah, it didn't, it, last, it didn't long. last long, man. But if we could get a, a legitimate feud, hell yeah, I'm definitely down. Yeah. Uh, with Roman Reigns, yep. man, and see what he can do with Elias, what type of work they can do together, man. Definitely see type of yep. promos they can cut on each other. I, I, I'm already assumed Elias' promo is going to be ten times better than Roman Reigns, though. So he he definitely oh, yeah. step, he's going to step up his promo game because he's going to eat him alive, bro. <laughs> he will destroy him. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking back when like John Cena destroyed him. You know, destroyed Roman in that face to face that they had. Like Elias is just on point when it comes to you know the promo skills. So by comparison, Roman better step it <laughs> exactly. up. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because because really, I could see in their matchup people cheering Elias and starting to boo Roman Reigns. Because as more time goes on, I feel like we're getting back to almost back to normal with the way people yeah. felt about yeah. Roman Reigns. And so Roman needs to just do something to capitalize on the goodwill and to, to keep people on the side because uh, uh, th- with Elias, like I said, this is okay for Roman, but really for Elias, this could put him over yes. the top again and make him one of the top, if not the top yes, guy. Yes, man. turn around put him know? as a face. It could do the yes, opposite, man, yes. because like, like I told you before, man, doing that WrestleMania match for Roman Reigns, I felt like we're in a holding pattern right now. Like, mm-hmm. like, Fans that were booing Roman Reigns before, they're just in the holding pan. Like, we're going to wait. We're going to give you the respect. We're going to give you the time. <laughs> yeah, we got to let a little bit of time before. pass. I still don't actually like you, right, right. but you know, I, I can't let you have you it. because I look, I look like a jerk if I, exactly, if I boo yep. you. And, you know, and I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so so, right, we're, so we're in the holding pattern, the Roman Reigns holding pattern. And once that holding pattern is yep. done, 
And believe me, it's going to be undone. For that opportunity. Yes, they're just waiting for yeah. that right moment. And had Vince McMahon introduced oh, Roman Reigns, that, that would have been, been right it. there. That would have been it. That would have been, that yeah, been yeah, it. That was it right there. What, what did Liam Nee saying? He's like, release the Kraken. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, gosh, that, this that's interesting. I wasn't even thinking along these lines uh, before we, we started this show, but – yeah, Elias, by the end of this, could end up being the face because I can absolutely see through the promos and his just week two, just the way that Elias is winning yeah. the crowd over in this. And he has crossover Roman. potential, and, too, and that's what a star yeah. needs to be. You know, yep. I don't really see that with Roman Reigns. He's pretty much, to me, he's one-dimensional. And when I'm being by one-dimensional, yeah. that I can just see you just being a wrestler and that's it. Maybe you have yeah. some... Some movie roles, but no more as an extra, as I just saw in the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. You know, nothing more yeah, than that. Yeah. <laughs> That's extent. It. With Elias, side, yeah, I can see him being on Tonight yeah. Show with Jimmy Fallon, having maybe having some type of 10 minute skit of doing something with a guitar, anything, bro. Like the the world is open. I think yes. It's another miss. Yes. Yeah, I think it's yes, another man. miss for sure. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But um, that was the last televised move. Now to kind of go over some of the other moves that they had, um, Rude and Gable are no more. Chad Gable is uh, now on SmackDown. By so the that way, happened. that promo they did um, on on not SmackDown, but on Raw was like sad. Like you knew yeah. they sounded like they was over. Like we're gonna yeah. show why when we're on our A game. <laughs> No one can like, dude, come on. I'm yeah. like, when are you guys on your A game? <laughs> when? Yeah. It's just been a sorry tag team yes. almost from the beginning. And now, yeah, this is it, it, it just the fact that it's just yeah. over is fine. Yeah, even I'm, Bobby Roode's promo sounded so hollow. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Yeah. yeah. The good news there, I think, is maybe we get a heel Bobby Roode solo run. Um I, I, Bobby Roode as a heel is is the best of Bobby Roode, and we have yeah. not gotten that on the main card on on uh, in the WWE. So you know, hopefully yeah. we get to you can't see go him anywhere shine. but up from uh, here, man. So hopefully, yeah, he gets yeah. a chance to shine and show that Bobby heel persona, man that he, that we love, yep. that we liked in uh, NXT. Exactly, exactly. Um, so other man, this one actually was kind of kind of big, and they did he did cut up video promo and it was uh buddy murphy from 205 live um is now on smackdown which this dude he's perfect yes. for SmackDown. hell yeah he, hell he, I, yes he is perfect this this was brilliant by the wwe putting him there i mean buddy murphy is a beast he had destroyed 205 live they they destroyed just destroyed it had and they had to rebuild the it <laughs> yeah yeah to the point where when he lost the belt, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, this doesn't really make sense. But now it does, though, because they wanted to move him to the main roster. So I get it. It's like, okay, we just let's just give it to somebody so that we can get this dude on the main roster because it's over. There's no point in keeping him. On I hope they keep him anymore. like so that, perfect. like OP Buddy Murphy. Like, he needs to be the same legit yeah. way. Because even during yeah. uh, the NXT North American Championship with Valentine Dream, I, I treated oh, Valentine Dream God. as an underdog. Yes, you did really. And I don't. Just, I that's how that. I looked I at it, that. man. And it was weird that I felt that way, but 
it, it's just the way Buddy Murphy was built, just the way he he treats his opponents. He's just so freaking strong and quick and agile and freaking OP yeah. for no reason, man. Ever since, like <laughs> literally, ever since that Fatal Four Way with that finish, the way he closed that, I was like, he he is the yeah. man. I, until I see something like that. Any match he's in, he I'm going to go in and he's walking out as champion, or he's going to walk yeah. out with the, with the win, with like I did with uh, with Valentine Dream, man. I can't disagree with that, man. Like he's he's a he's a monster. Just Buddy Murphy on SmackDown Live, yes, 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 yes. Let him be the same yeah. guy. Let him showcase his talents. And just be that beast that he was. Just think about him. Live, but him, if oh my god, I just thought about it. If Finn Balor, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Just if he, exactly if he issues Finn out oh, a challenge and please. Buddy Murphy answers the call, bro, I'm like, it's over. Give him that belt because he's now, gonna destroy. Uh, now I'm happy. Balor. Finn Balor's on SmackDown. If Finn now Balor's just, not the demon. He's me. not beating Bur- Buddy Murphy. I said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right, though. You're right, though. That's how it should go. That Buddy Murphy being as powerful and as just dominant as he is, that's exactly yes. how it should go. Their first championship matchup, Buddy Murphy yep. should win. Takes Finn Balor yes. wants a rematch, beats him again. And then he's like, all right, I got to bring the demon because this dude, I can't, I just can't beat him. And, yeah, that's what it, was, it should take. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Because, wow. That would yeah. be perfect. That's right up Buddy's Murphy character. Like He's not afraid of no one. Just the way, just the way he wrestles, man. His strikes are deadly. Yeah. Like, I could see him having yeah. a great five-star match with Finn Balor, bro. Man, you are, <laughs> you are uh, yeah, I just got both really excited quick, about that. They're both agile in the range. Oh, man, bro. I need to see that right now. I just worked myself yeah, into yeah, that now. I need to see that. <laughs> you sold me because I wasn't even thinking about it. And then when you started talking about, oh, you know what feud will be great? Yeah. Immediately Finn Balor popped in my head. And I'm thinking, damn. All right, now I'm now I'm in. Now I'm in on Finn Balor being in, on SmackDown because of that feud yes. in particular. That just it makes does. so much sense. It wow. does, oh, man. man. Yes, like if that ha- I could see that happen wow. too, man. He just issue out the challenge like he normally does. And, and Buddy Murphy yep. answers that, man. Yep, yep, exactly. Open challenge, and here's Buddy Murphy just beats him <laughs> first first match. Just beats him because he's exactly, open Buddy Murphy. Right? That's Oh man, he uh he if he if he does get the opportunity, I hope he does win, man. He needs to win. Yeah, yes, yes. Agreed, agreed. Wow. Man, well, some other moves that happened. Uh Apollo Cruz moved over to SmackDown. Right. Eh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a good fit for him, yeah. but you know, eh. Um Liv Morgan now yeah, is on man. SmackDown, which I Me was too. surprised by that. Like the Riot Squad being split up and Liv Morgan being on yeah. her own. Like, I don't I don't know where they're going with that. Um, but right. uh, what's up time with will the, tell. I guess man, trying to... Vince McMahon loves his blondes. He loves his, I'm telling you <laughs> this dude, like, like with Lacey Evans, she's, she's going to get a push. It's going to happen. And now Liv Morgan, she's yeah. going to be the next yep. one. Like, all right, you going smack down, just, you know, cause I got something special for you over there. Yep. Yep. Just like with, uh, cause she reminds me a lot of Alexa bliss. You know, like the the body type, they're both blonde, you know, they both did the like Harley Quinn type of thing. So they're very similar. And I think probably Vince sees that and says, okay, I, I, I have Alexa Bliss on Raw. Let me go ahead and move Liv Morgan to SmackDown. 
that way we have that spread out a little bit. So yeah, with and again with Charlotte and Lacey Evans being split up, I feel like that's a Vince thing that he just he loves yeah. his blondes and just having them the, the similar blondes split up. But he's gonna give her a solo push. He's definitely gonna give Liv uh, a little bit of a of a run there. So we'll see. I like Liv Morgan. I really think that Liv Morgan has that like her uh, persona and the the way that she seems to have fun in the ring. I think she's starting to find herself with the way she's doing her character, even more so than she ever did on yeah. NXT. I don't think she ever was really solidified there. But in the Riot Squad, it I started to see squad. what yeah. Liv Morgan's character is. Yeah. So hopefully she gets to develop it even more and continues to find herself. Um, and we get to see more of her as a wrestler also because I guess her in-ring ability, we haven't really seen that showcase. Usually she's the one that takes the pin or just gets squashed by like a Ronda Rousey yep. or someone like that. So now on SmackDown, hopefully she gets into, you know, showing that she's an actual competitor too and that she can have some good matches and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for, for Liv. But, yeah, it was shocking that she left the right squad. But hopefully yeah, I was for surprised the by this one too, by Liv Morgan making the transition to SmackDown, just, just her, you know, just no one yeah. else, you know. Well, I think the Riot Squad, for the most part, is done. I think they, they're they going to start pushing Sarah Logan also. Um, maybe she joins the Viking experience with her husband. I mean, they might do that. You know, I, I, I don't know. But I feel like all of them are going to have solo runs now. Uh, Ruby Riot, she definitely yeah. deserves that. She's But the she's Riot awesome. Squad was a good, um, to me, was a promising faction for the women's division. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, do we have any any factions in the women's division at all? Not exactly. Anymore. So you could have had a strong one or established a strong one, like a stable. And before, yeah. you know, it, these three girls just had so much potential, especially uh, Ruby Riot. Man, she she had the most yeah. to be, yeah. you know, to be your top heel for for champion on the women's side. I just it just sucks that yeah. she never got that opportunity, but. With Liv Morgan, I, I'm interested what she can interested what she can do on SmackDown, man. Maybe she'll get the opportunity on the on the heel side with her character, man, because it's kind of quirky. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see a heel run for her. Um, yeah, Sarah Logan. They gave her a little bit of a of a, a love in the women's uh, royal, battle royal at WrestleMania. Um, she tossed out Asuka in that matchup, you know, and then it looked like she had won. But then Carmella was like hiding under the ring, and then she got um, the better of, of uh, Sarah Logan when they went at it. So I, I feel like they're wanting to see what they have with all of them, really, as, as yeah. singles competitors. Um, and I think it, I, I could see it for all of them. But to your point, though, as a stable, I feel like they were, they had just, they, they were, it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They just kind of never really reached that potential of what they could have been. You know, Ruby Riot could have been like their heel uh, champion leader, and then the Riot, uh, the two, uh, two other members could have been the tag team champions at some point. And like all three of them holding the gold at one point would have been yeah. really cool to see as like a dominant women's stable. So that could have been cool. But I guess maybe the four horsewomen versus four horsewomen thing. Maybe they're thinking down the road they're going to do that, so they don't really need to have another stable there. Although. Sasha Banks leaves. Who knows? Um, so I'm 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 more on your side than than any other in terms of. I feel like they sh they it would have been nice to have kept them there as a strong stable, 
build them up as a, as a uh, yes. dominant team and keep them going for a while longer. And then maybe down the road, you have them kind of turn exactly. on each other. Split them up. Split like up. you did with the Shield, man. You introduced them as a yeah. rookie team. You, you let them build them up. Yes. They got titles. And then you, then you break it up. That's actually a great comparison. They were basically the women's version of yes. the Shield, really. I mean, all three of them came up from NXT together, you know, and they were a dominant at first, a dominant force where they just were going after top women and and, and beating them down. Um, but it just never really came to fruition. They just never really accomplished anything. So, yeah, it, it seems a little premature to, to yeah. split them up. But I, I feel like all of them have potential. So, you know, hopefully in their singles runs, they're they're – pretty solid so we'll see um let's see what oh heavy machinery now is on smackdown so that's another tag team of smackdown um which you know is is as fun as they can be especially uh otis you know i'm not really that big of a fan of heavy machinery but yeah. you know they're they're i was never teams, really so a heavy there. machinery fan so even on nxt i didn't really yeah. care where they're antics so yeah. whatever man so it's cool I was actually surprised that they moved up to to the main roster even before the the War Raiders. You know, I I, I didn't think that Heavy Machinery was ready. Yeah. If anything, um, you should have but, the Street Profits called up uh, above oh, Heavy Machinery, yeah. man. Oh, they're they're goodness. ready. <laughs> yes, they are ready. They're they're ready. Are I love so their, much fun. With I their love music them. and man. you know Angelo Dawkins and, with man, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, they're yeah. Montez Ford. Yeah, they the those guys are awesome. I mean, Montez yeah, his Ford charisma is, is he's game changing, bro. It's, yes, yes, he's he's a yeah. superstar in the making for sure. And that tag team together, they just got great chemistry. So you're right that that would be you know a team that I would definitely put over Heavy Machinery as a team I would want on the main roster. But um, I mean, it looks like they're gonna get a, a tag team uh, championship run here coming up soon. Um, well, let me just talk about that just for a brief second that. They on NXT were, uh, you know, gonna were looking for a, a title shot. They were gonna go to William Regal, mm-hmm. and then uh, now the team now known or the form the team formerly known as uh, the War Raiders came out and said, "Well, you know, we actually already went to William Regal and we asked for a match with you guys, so you know it's gonna happen." So that that seems to be the sign that that um, especially with them being on Raw now that the uh, the Street Profits are going to yes. be the new NXT uh, Tag Champions, which is yes. well-deserved and kind of over right. How, how, how are they going to be Evolved Champions before they become NXT? Yeah. How, exactly. Yeah, man. So, you know, but better than late, late yeah. than never, I suppose, in this situation. Um, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I would love to see them on the main roster soon. Um that oh and Mickey James was kind of another one that happened too. They really I don't know what they're what they're doing with some of these people, but Mickey James is ah, on SmackDown now. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. She she moved <laughs> over as well. Another like, meh, okay. She wasn't really right. doing nothing. What so, was she yeah. doing, man? Nothing. Nothing. Right. <laughs> she was there. So eh, I don't know. No, no reaction. There for me. It's just what's all she was doing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so so that does it for the shakeup. Um, so who do you think won the the shakeup, Raw or SmackDown? Ah, uh, hmm. who won the shakeup? I, I, you know what? I will give it to SmackDown because of the because they got Finn Balor and Roman Reigns and Buddy Murphy over there too, man. Yeah, yeah. That's man. I don't know. I, I for me, I almost want to say like. 
did anybody win? Like, did anybody really like both of them? There yeah. was some question questionable moves on both sides. Um, I was ready to say Raw, but I think the Buddy Murphy move kind of yep. moves me over to SmackDown, um, especially if they do what we're hoping they do with Buddy Murphy and just continuing to use him that way. Like, he's the X factor in this yes. whole thing. Like, he might be the steal yes. of the draft, really. Uh, so Ooh, I like that. I like that. I, I would agree. Yeah, still in the draft right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just one of those guys like you, you don't really I don't think they they even know what they really have with Buddy Murphy yet. I hope that somebody on the writers team they better, you man. Know, will, will think the way yeah. that we're thinking and use him that way. But, you know, it just kind of happened on SmackDown. He had the the video promo. And so I, I'm hoping that he does the like wins them over and shows that, yes, he should be yeah. booked this way. He's just he's open exactly. buddy. Even Murphy. a match with Valentine Dream, man. He came in and yeah. Valentine, I, I was looking at Valentine as an underdog, bro. Like how, Sway? How? Man. Just the way man. Because the way they built this man, bro. Like nobody can beat him. Yeah. 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 So I, so I'm gonna we're talk briefly about NXT before we get out of here, but um, you know, just to, to wrap this up. So I think we're both in agreement that SmackDown Live won the yeah. won the shakeup. Uh, so now next week we'll get back in the storylines because we really didn't get too much development in the main storylines. We still don't know who you know Seth's next yeah. opponent is going to be. Not a lot happening kind of in, in that Mark. aspect. No, no, and same same on SmackDown. Like maybe the seed is being planted for. Well, we both believe. That that uh, Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston yeah. is going to be happening, but um, you know, outside of that, story wise, again, not too much built there. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, coming coming up with uh, with some of these developments. Um, now, quickly moving on to NXT, you alluded to it a couple times. the The matchup, Buddy Murphy, Velveteen Dream for the North American Championship. Five-star match yes. was an awesome matchup. I really enjoyed watching that. Anybody who has not seen it, please, please do yourself a favor. Check out that matchup because it was awesome. I'm still um, trying so to really figure out how Valentine got that win, but okay. It seemed like out of nowhere, <laughs> he just got energy. I, it, it, yeah. Cause, it, I cause mean, technically, Buddy should have won that match, man. Real yeah. talk. Well, I feel like that's, Real that's talk, what they're doing man. with him. He Real just got away like, with, you know, Valentine just out of nowhere. Man, so watching that matchup and knowing that Buddy Murphy was on SmackDown, I kind of had it in my mind that, okay, Buddy Murphy is not going to win the North American Championship and take that to SmackDown. So I kind of expected Velveteen Dream to win. But you're right, though, that watching the match itself and taking out the fact that he's on SmackDown, you watch, you're like, but but how? (laughs) Like, how? Like, this is Buddy Murphy. He dominated that match, man. Dominated him. He dominated him to the point where he actually had him knocked out on the outside, and he had to. He was trying yes. to. Yes. Uh, oh, that was. Oh, I love that. Him in the ring he knocked, him, count. knocked him out. Yeah. And he had to actually just. Yeah. He had to interrupt the uh, the ring count himself. Right. Right. He interrupted it. Then he got him in the ring, which was kind of the downfall at the end because Velveteen Dream took advantage of that. Um, hit him with uh, with his finisher, and then we kind of got the win there. But now I'm with like, you. I, I feel like, yeah. I guess he got. Yeah, extra yeah breath. but that that's uh that's becoming a trend with with Velveteen Dream, where just when you think he's out, he kind of just finds a way, like with uh, with Matt. But Riddle that made a sense too, because you know? it was like a quick he, roll up. So logically, I can accept that. But yeah, this one, yeah. 
logic, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. This one, this one was tough. It, it's and I'm a fan yeah. of Buddy Murphy now. That man has really won me over. So I just it, I'm with you. It's hard to accept this win, other than to say that they they want to push uh Velveteen Dream and give him a clean win and show him to be just this resilient, strong character, you know, who even OP Buddy Murphy, he would find a way. But knowing Buddy Murphy, seeing what he's done to, you know, Hideo Atami yeah. and to all these guys, that fatal four-way, like you said, now it's kind of hard to just accept that that Buddy Murphy is just gonna lose straight up, especially with the way that match went itself, yeah. just even taking out all the buildup of Buddy Murphy and watching that match on its own, it's just like, hmm, like it, he did it like this. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, I see, I see you, NXT, but uh, it's Buddy Murphy though. Yeah. So it, I'm like, and, and, you know, yeah. it, it wasn't like a back and forth match. It was complete domination. He he, he just oh. he just had your number, man. And you telling yeah, me that, yeah. oh, you just because you got knocked down the ring and you know about ten seconds of of rest, that's all you needed to get the <laughs> to, to, yeah, to get the tough. Death Valley drop that's and tough. then the the elbow and it's okay. All right. Yeah. For me, the only thing that where where I give it an okay is um if I compare it to John Cena and Brock Lesnar, the first time they not the first time they wrestled but there was a match that they had um with when Brock Lesnar came back from UFC and Brock Lesnar was just dominating John Cena but then John Cena hit the AA on the steel steps and then he got the pin and I was like wait what just happened he just he just after taking all that punishment he went and found a way to beat Brock Lesnar just like that with that one move it just it just upset me and later on, they kind of fixed it because then, you know, I think maybe a year later or so later, I don't know how long time passed, but Brock and John Cena, the the complete annihilation of John Cena happened where he just dominated yeah. him completely. I feel like, yeah, this is what exactly. should happen between the yeah, two. Yeah, I remember so, that. That was SummerSlam, I believe. Exactly. Right, right. So now I can, I, with this, I hear what you're saying about the logic. It, it's It's tough to accept it. But I, you know, I get it. I get it. With with Velveteen Dream, you're trying to push him. Yeah. Buddy Buddy Murphy is not, you know, an NXT superstar. He's a SmackDown superstar. So you're just kind of using Buddy Murphy to put Velveteen Dream over. But Velveteen or Buddy Murphy almost yeah. did. Too well, they much need then. to tell a different story then. Yeah, because yeah. because he just that, looks strong. Like Buddy Murphy looks strong. Yeah. But I feel like both of them. Where where they did accomplish something for both guys is to your point, Buddy Murphy looked really strong in this matchup, and then Velveteen Dream was the resilient champion, you know. And so for both of them, it kind of was a win in terms of both of them looking like tough yeah. competitors at the end of it. But but I hear what but you how saying. long you think Valentin can get away with that being that resilient champion? Uh, till next takeover, probably, because I think he's going to lose that belt. Um, I don't think he he holds on to that belt for for long because they they're like you said. Okay, so Matt Riddle, in my opinion, it was it was similar to what you're saying about Buddy Murphy. Like Matt Riddle was destroying him, and then he hulked up and he found a way and he rolled him up. He got the quick pin, so he he escaped that one. And then you have Buddy Murphy, which it looked like he was just destroyed, and then 
he you know turned it around, he got a second wind or whatever, and then he ended up beating Buddy Murphy. Eventually, that's not going to work anymore, and you're going to run into a dude that just is a little yeah. bit too much for you. So I, I feel like it's coming. I feel like that's what they're building up. That eventually, you know, it's going to catch up to him, and he's going to get caught by by somebody that he just can't overcome. Um, I don't know who that's going to be. I don't. I don't. I can't pick a name out of the the current roster right now, but you know. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I mean, it might be, you know what? It might be Roderick Strong with the help of the Undisputed Era. You know, it might be something like that because we're building towards them getting all the gold, right? So I feel like if if the way it's lining up, you got Adam Cole probably in a rematch with Johnny Gargano. You got the Undisputed Era probably, oh gosh, I would hate to say taking the belts off to the Street Profits, but maybe that's what happens. And then, yeah, Roderick Strong taking the belt from Velveteen Dream. That's that's probably what's gonna happen and it might be yeah, next takeover. i could see that man i could see uh street profits just holding on to the belts until the next takeover yep and then yeah, undisputed the yeah undisputed getting all the gold yeah, yeah it's it was weird when i was watching undisputed i don't know man it was <laughs> i just didn't look in yeah. look at them in the same light like i, I did before immediately man it's it's so johnny champion oh my God. came out I feel like that's just personally just trolling me way, right now even wearing that t-shirt is trolling me and that's the t-shirt you want me to buy for you yeah that bright yellow yes. johnny champion oh my absolutely it's got a it's got a great message it's positive you know like johnny champion what does it say like one life one dream something like that I'm like yeah man get, get yourself a johnny champion t-shirt and just just feel that positivity but um <laughs> anyway, the 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 promo, you know, that happened, it was cut short by the Undisputed Era, and then they came out and Adam Cole actually I felt like he kept he cut a strong promo from his side, just really, you know, letting Johnny know, like, hey, no, in my mind, I'm the uncrowned champion. I won that match, you know, you got lucky, but just basically true heel form, like what a heel would say while the crowd is ch- chanting, you tapped out. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that segment from Adam Cole's point of view. Now, you're saying on a whole, the Undisputed Era, when you're watching them, you kind of just looked at them differently. I say did, say man, more about because, that. Because, you know, from what was it? From the TakeOver match in TakeOver New York, yeah. uh, when they was all trying to, well, not all trying, they all did their finisher, and Johnny yep. Champion still kicked out for some reason, man. He was still resilient for some reason, and he still kicked out. And to yeah. me, that was, you know, like I said before, I'm not going to do a deep dive into it, but it, it took me out. Logically, right. it took me out. It didn't make sense. He made, you know, uh, Undisputed look weak. And I thought maybe I'll get over it. You know, maybe I was just angry or upset. But no, it yeah, they, they look weak to me right now. Like, you know, even when they tr- – even when they was jumping – Johnny Gargano, to me, I was like, how, man? You Essentially, you took all their finishers, man. I don't even see why you're getting jumped right now. This is it's just this that whole story literally took me out, man. Like, I don't even care about this, this rematch, if they're going to get one. I'm pretty sure it's going to lead up to a rematch, but I don't even care about it. It sounds like you kind of have, you're, you're not really – liking or caring about the undisputed yeah, man. at all anymore that's maybe that's what it sounds like oh yeah man that's what it sounds like it does see what happens when i mean it, you know, when stories or doesn't make sense it could just take you out of it 
See, I think, you know, for me, what summed it up was when during during uh, Johnny's walkout and when he was, you know, uh, greeting the fans and, you know, hugging kids and doing all that, Morrow said something. He said, you know, Charlie Brown finally kicked the football. And I feel like that summed up the story for Johnny in a nutshell that that they were telling and that I I took from this whole situation was that this was the culmination of all of Johnny's failures. Like he's tried so many times The Charlie Brown finally kicked the f- football thing where that comes from is in the, in the peanuts cartoons, Charlie Brown lines up to kick the field goal. And then every time he runs up to kick it, um, the football gets pulled away and he falls on his butt and he, he, he falls. And it's like, he just, he never ever in the peanuts cartoon ever gets to kick the football through the uprights. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. And so in this situation, you know, Johnny Gargano, he's tried and tried and tried to achieve this 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 dream of being champion. And so, you know, now, you know, by way of beating Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era, he finally did it. And it was following the same script, the same pattern as as all his other failures where, you know, something happens, whether it's it's by his own fault, his heart getting in the way and him trying to do the right thing or by just some underhanded means by his opponent that that it looked like they were pulling that football away and he was going to fall and lose again. And like Adam Cole said, you do what you do and lose. That's what you do. You fail. And so, you know, again, not to go too deep in it, but that just kind of summed up for me what, what the storyline was and seeing Johnny in the in the ring and in that at full sale, kind of taking in that moment. I felt like, okay, this is what they did it for, just so that we could have that moment, you know, where we we – recognize Johnny Gargano as finally having overcome all of this. And yeah, with the Undisputed Era, I feel like for for you and for other people that that feel the way you do, I think give it time because Adam Cole is a talented, talented man. Like I, I, I said last week that if you put Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole side by side and you have me, like if I'm doing a draft right now of one of those two guys, I'm taking Adam Cole before I take Johnny Gargano. I feel like Adam Cole has the total package. I feel like Johnny Gargano puts on match of the year every time. And I just respect that about him. You know, the personality wise, Adam Cole is the more fun personality between the two. So I think he's the total package with Johnny Gargano. There's still development there. That's why he's been in NXT for so long because they're still developing him and they're getting to that point where they're trying to turn him into this hero character, which it might not work. They might have to go a different route and turn him heel because even at this celebration, there were some people that were booing. Oh, yeah, him they were saying, saying Johnny Champion, you still suck. And I was one of them people too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, there was that going on. Some people said you deserve it. No, he doesn't. You know, there's that going on. So they, they they're still developing Johnny Gargano. But I respect his journey. I respect where, you know, he's tried so hard and he's been there for so long that they gave him a moment, you know, finally to to come out on top. And one that's very rare for him, takeovers, Johnny's win-loss record at takeovers, terrible. So, you know, for him to finally get that moment, it felt like, okay, finally, he got at least one. Now, the next one, I'm expecting him to lose. I'm expecting him to lose it probably at the next takeover to Adam Cole. I'm expecting them to do their thing. And Yeah, and, I get his journey. Yeah, I think give like, it you know, like you say, like, I understand that. It was just the fact in a matter of, in a process of Adam Cole looking weak when he lost. Well, to and I, I and I guess where I what I can't argue is that you feel the way you feel, and they they've they this is the reaction that they got. They think that there is a genuine split. That there are a lot of people 
who are looking at it from Johnny Gargano's standpoint and just saying, hey, it doesn't matter that, you know, Adam Cole took the loss. It, the story that they were telling for Johnny is what it was, and that's what I was focused on. And then there's a group that's saying, man, but Adam Cole looked terrible in this whole situation and looking at it from his standpoint. So I get it, and I got to respect that. And I think given time for for you and other people that feel the way that you do, Adam Cole is the kind of talent that will – I feel like he will find a way to win you back over. Um, he's just too talented not to. You know, that's the faith that I have in Adam Cole. And the Undisputed Era as a group, you know, I actually have more faith in him than I do in in the group, really. You know, I think that in that group, really um, – Gosh, it, it, it's I go back and forth. Bobby Fish, I'm not yep. really a fan of. You know, I'm just like, eh, mm-hmm. he's, he's okay. Roderick Strong, before um, he he became part of the Undisputed Era, I just, I, I wasn't a huge uh, fan of his, you know, at all. But then, you know, that that turn to the Undisputed Era, I thought was, was, uh, was, was great for him. You know, a heel turn. It was just for his personality overall. It just built so much. You know, so, you know, I, I've come around with him and then um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I'm I'm a huge fan of Kyle O'Reilly, man. Like just his persona, yeah, just the way he was. With the belt, I love, uh, he's, solo, you know, charismatic, but man, he he needs some gold, man. Yeah. I miss the guitar. I miss him tuning up his guitar. He does. Definitely. And I agree with you there, you know, but I just I, I feel like, you know, Adam Cole is going to be fine. I feel uh, Kyle O'Reilly is going to be fine. Roderick Strong. Eh, we'll see. You know, with uh, Bobby Fish, nah, I don't. I don't think he's gonna last too long. You know, on his on his own. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens overall. For for you know, we'll I'll, we'll track this for you <laughs> to see how how the Undisputed Era and your relationship with them yeah. goes. In right the now, it's weeks. not starting off too well. Be honest, man. It's. I have a feeling they'll get you back. I have a feeling. Yeah, we'll see. The only way that they can mess this, the only way I would lose faith in it is if they did a call-up for the Undisputed Era sooner rather than later. I think that would be a mistake. Like, if they sent them to Raw right off the bat right now, no. this would be a bad time. I could just it. see them doing you know, that so after I, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Take yeah. your time, build them back up, and then you can make that move. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 yeah. they'll, they'll definitely need to build, build back. Undisputed back up. Yeah. Um, so let's see the well the um the last thing that we should talk about I guess was the uh, the Kyrie Sane Shayna Baszler matchup because um, that's really the only other thing that that happened of note. Um, so Shayna Baszler technically defeated Kyrie Sane. Um, she just destroyed her her elbow. She did that like foot stomp onto her elbow when she pins down the, yeah. the her opponent's uh, end and just stepped on it. She stomped on it. And then, uh, you know, they weren't sure if Kyrie was going to continue in the match. And the refs came out and medical officials came out. And then uh, Io Shirai came out, you know, trying to tell her friend, like, no, it's okay. You don't have to go back in there. And Shayna Baszler just grabs her by her throat and pulls her back in the ring. And then um, she's getting ready to do the stomp again. Io Shirai breaks up the pin. And... Um, you know, they, that causes the disqualification. And the stipulation for the matchup was if Io Shirai or if Kyrie Sane loses, then that's it. She doesn't get any more shots. And, of course, we know that Kyrie Sane is on on uh, uh, Raw – or, sorry, on SmackDown now. So, you know, we kind of figured that that was going to be it and they are just going to find a way to to end her, her story on NXT. 
But um, they seem to be building up Io Shirai as the next uh, competitor for Shayna Baszler, which I am excited about. I, I've, I'm, I'm not so excited about what they're doing with Asuka and Kyrie on, on SmackDown as the tag team. But for Io on NXT, I'm excited about yep. that. I think she will potentially be the person that beat Shayna Baszler. And take I think that so, too. Her, so. She, uh, uh, hopefully she will be positioned or booked to be that person to take it off. Uh, because, honestly, Bianca Belair, I think she just kind of falling off the totem pole. Uh, yeah, because I can't buy that gimmick now. She have to literally probably have to go with a whole new gimmick because that mindset of undefeated, is that's a no-go. It this is. kind of a joke it now. Is. <laughs> I, just, I, I can't take it seriously. I had a hard time taking it seriously after the, the first loss. Now you, you legitimately tapped out. Like you can't keep saying you're yeah. defeated. Like I kind of bought it the first time because all right, you didn't really quit. You just got you, right. you know, you passed out, you know. You didn't yeah. tap, you passed yeah. out. All right, I'll let that slide. But this time, yeah, you tapped. You tapped convincingly too. Yeah. So yeah, I ain't letting that slide. Yeah. But yeah. uh anyway, with Io Shirai, man, I, I'm definitely believing her. And yeah, I think she's positioning prime to go ahead and beat Shayna Baszler, man. You know, but uh, with the Kyrie Sane match, I thought it was a good storytelling match. I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised for it to be, I think it wasn't, what, more than 10 minutes? It, it wasn't too long. I don't know if it was, it didn't it feel didn't, too it long. Didn't. It felt kind of short. So maybe I would have maybe yeah. gave this this match maybe three or four more minutes tops. Uh, I felt like it. But other than that, man, I, I enjoyed it. And yeah. Hopefully, uh, they build her well, uh, Kyrie Sane on on SmackDown now. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed, and yeah. So that does it. That does it for this week in in uh, wrestling. Any final thoughts on the shakeup or NXT or anything that uh, you wanted to get out there? That the Viking experience. The Viking experience. The Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to. Sounds serious by chanting, man. Hey, no, hey, it's not gonna oh work. Those God. are my final thoughts. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, well, my grandma <laughs> thought on that. <laughs> man. Experience. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Even if you shorten it up, it's just yeah. either way you go. It's I terrible. think the crowd just might man. might just say war. And then for the cavalry fans, like, why are they chanting war? I don't get it. Just I guess I'll just join along now. Okay. Yeah, man. Because it's gosh. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on something more positive. Uh, uh, Buddy Murphy. I just I think if I if memory serves me well, his one of his catchphrases that he's the best kept secret, and I think that's that is yes, that he's yes. absolutely right with that. That he's definitely the best kept secret. That right now, you know, he's the steal of the draft. Um, he's the guy that I feel like tips the the scales in terms of a shakeup for SmackDown in terms of who won, yes, in, yes, in, yes. in my opinion. Um, so definitely excited for Buddy Murphy. And, and please let Buddy Murphy and Finn Balor have a feud because that would be awesome. All right. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, we will see you guys again soon. Uh, for Devin, I am Half Beast. We will see you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.